0: Put your back into it. I can do it. Put your ass into it. You can do it. Put your back into it. I can do it.
1: Put your ass into
0: it. Put your back into it.
1: Put your ass into it.
0: Tick, 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 boom. boom. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. (gasps) Hey. We are really giggly today. I love Uh, it. Welcome. Two lights, camera, cocktails. I am the job having, beamer driving, rolling in 20s, but they're really 10s, but I keep them clean, Zenobia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I am your sugar in a bowl, Mr. Nasty Time. Oh, Mr. Nasty Nasty. Time. Nasty. Freaking the sheets. Didn't know that was your nephew. Kind of love a... Ow! <laughs> Lenny! Ow.
0: And here on Life Camera Cocktails,
1: Cocktail.
0: we, we pair amazing <laughs> cocktails with amazing movies. And tonight is no different.
1: No, it isn't. No, it isn't.
0: So we are on our second movie for sequel month. And so we are doing a sequel to a movie we've previously done on this show. We are doing next Friday.
1: Bum bum
2: bum.
1: <laughs> I love this movie. I truly, oh, so good. We're picking killer sequels. I think month. we are, God. yeah. We're killing it right now.
0: Any person who's like, you know, I don't really like sequels. After the end of this month, you're going to be singing a different tune. Promise.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: You can uh-huh. be like, "You're right. That was a good one."
1: It was a really good one. And they're iconic. This is such an iconic sequel. It just had so much hype from the first one that this one just was awesome. Yeah. Dare I say better? Oh, I, we'll I don't know.
0: We'll discuss that.
1: See. We'll talk about that. We'll we'll break that down for
0: <laughs> sure. Okay, but before we do that, I'm ready to drink.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So we are going to do.
1: Oh, how'd you get here? Oh, oh, hello, hello, drink. Oh, hello, drink. You look so so beautiful, so beautiful, and so tasty.
0: I'm ready to put you in my mouth.
1: Yeah, tell me, quick, Z, hurry, because it's coming (laughs) for me.
0: (laughs) We are drinking. Pinkies. Don't say another goddamn word, Margarita. Yes.
1: Yes, we are. So good. Such a great name. I love it. So (laughs) this
0: is in honor of the character Pinky and our jokers that live across the street.
1: Mm -hmm. A little bit of everybody in this. A little bit of
0: everybody in this cocktail. So in your pinkies, don't say another goddamn word, margarita. You're going to put two ounces of tequila, one ounce of triple sec, one ounce of lime juice. A half an ounce of simple syrup, and you're going to need to muddle strawberries, because we're making this pinky style. But the key ingredient that we are using tonight is some sort of liquid weed.
1: (laughs) This is so cool. (laughs) This is the first on our
0: show. We've never dabbled with alcohol and weed, other than us smoking it while we're on the show. But other than that, we... We haven't added it into our drinks, so we're I have. Christening. Yeah, we're christening the show, man.
1: Lights, camera, cocktails! First marijuana cocktail.
0: Ooh. Woo-hoo. So what I used is it's a product called Black Label, and it's their strawberry syrup. And so in this bottle alone, it's a thousand milligrams of THC inside of this. And Miss Lenny, what do you got in yours?
1: So I have. Beautiful tincture of THC. It's called Pretty Pistol. Mm-mm. It's quality products, beautifully balanced. It is the most fantastic looking
0: It's bottle. a beautiful bottle, yeah.
1: It is so lovely. This one's a lower dose. This only has 30 uh, milliliters of THC in here.
0: Yeah, so I'm feeling like I'm going to be flying. So I put um, (laughs) about one-fourth of that into this cocktail. Uh, Tequila itself already makes me really like, woo. so um, I I didn't want to overdo it with this. But if you happen to live in a place that marijuana is not legal and you can't just go into a dispensary to get one of these cool liquid THC products. We also saw that you can make it yourself by getting about an eighth of weed. I would say get some shake of some sort and put it in a mason jar and pour tequila in it and let it sit for two days and then strain the the weed out of it and you will have tequila infused with weed and you can just pour it in there like you would pour any tequila. Now I can't say how that one's going to turn out, but that is a way that we saw that we could do it.
1: I'm hoping I can check back. I want to do it. I definitely do want to do it. It's it's a lot to sacrifice an eighth of weed. Yeah, <laughs> especially right now. That's why I said panda. like shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So if I get if I come across a good amount of bud. I will try it. This, because it just sounds so cool. I've infused butter. I've done milk actually for hot cocoa. I've, I've infused THC uh, pot with a lot of things, but I've never done it with alcohol. So that really seems intriguing. But I had this THC tincture because I put it in my tea at night before I go to bed. So it was a really good. Yours, though, is such a fine. A simple syrup with it. That's incredible. Yeah. I love like, California. It's They're super so thick.
0: Yeah. It's super thick. It's like, looks like cough syrup. It's kind of like in a cough syrup bottle. <laughs> Um, but I tried a little bit of a just tasting in it, and it just tastes sweet strawberry, so it works perfectly in this.
1: Take your medicine, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes me think
0: of it. So after you muddle your strawberries inside your shaker, pour some ice in it, throw uh, the tequila triple sec, lime juice, simple syrup, and whatever weed Uh, syrup you have and put it in there shake it up fill your margarita glass with ice and pour it over the ice and put a little strawberry garnish on there so you can look extra cute yeah it's
1: super cute you put a little umbrella in your. i have a (laughs) little i have a
0: blue umbrella (laughs) in it in honor of craig in his blue throwback jersey he'd be wearing this entire movie yeah it's
1: so cute
0: and so um that is pinky's margarita you guys
1: cheers cheers you
0: motherfucker <laughs> say another goddamn word
2: say another motherfucking word and this shit is over
1: The drink is still oh, good that's though. really good <laughs> that's <just like laughs> oh my goodness i love
0: it yeah this tastes bomb and if you are not a pothead like me and lenny are then make this without it it's just a strawberry and margarita
1: yeah, it's a classic strawberry, and it's so good. And this is coming from a lady who doesn't drink. I mean, I do. I love tequila, but Zenobia doesn't like tequila
0: that much. So I don't. But I am using the one that I used last time, so it is better than my cheap ten dollar mm-hmm. bottle of tequila. So I, I'm I'm coming to terms. I've been to yeah, a tequila I'm factory before and got to taste it. A bunch of different tequilas in Mexico. I so love it. all right. So are you ready for a little bit of history?
1: Give me that history,
0: baby. Or should I call it Hellstory?
1: Ooh, Hellstory. Give it to me. What's this?
0: Hellstory is where we're going to give you a little bit of health facts on something in this cocktail. Okay? All
1: right. Okay. So
0: the only thing in this cocktail that I could say that we have not talked about would be weed. There and so go. since this is the first one, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of Hellstory and history weed so hemp was one of the first crops to be grown in the United States okay so hemp is like a cousin strand to weed and it has a lot of great properties you can make paper clothes rope lotions. you can put it in your food there's just a lot of things that you could do with hemp but it has very very low THC so you will not get high off of hemp that was like the initial properties of people using hemp. Now, if we go way back in the Wayback Machine.
1: Oh, uh, wait, I'm on the,
0: uh, Oh, are you on the, the Wayback Machine? I'm on the mach-
1: wayback machine.
0: Okay, so now that we're here in China, they have the first record of smoking weed back in like 2737 BCE. That is when people started smoking weed, or at least that's the first like reported record of it. Okay. And in China, ancient China. Thank you, China. And they used it for medical reasons to cure things like gout and malaria. And the way that they would do it is not necessarily smoking it, but they would grind it up and put it into food. So they made edibles. They were the first edible makers.
1: Oh, (laughs) classic.
0: Yeah. So early on, they realized, hey, girl, this stuff actually helps do things. No matter how you feel about people who are potheads, It does help medically. It's medicinal. Yeah. So in India, what they would do is that they would make theirs into a drink. And that's how they would drink. They would do yours. Kind of like what we're doing today. Not necessarily alcohol, but they would make this drink called like (laughs) botang or something like that. And it was like, that was like a drink that they made. A weed drink. If we go to Greece, yo people.
1: My people. My, my, my people.
0: They would just eat cannabis seeds like on the reg like that was their way they were just like sunflower seeds but they would just take cannabis seeds I love it. and it was used for fun not for, they weren't even looking for medical images they were just like looking for something to get fucked up with love it
1: oh yeah philosophers baby
0: <laughs> china would go on to use it more for medical things One doctor found that if he would use it to relieve pain during surgeries, so what they would do is he would grind it up and put it in wine and give it to his patients.
1: Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So that is really cool. So that's what he would do for them to ease their pain. Now it was. Why
1: don't doctors do that all the time now? Sorry. I don't know. Ah, that would be so nice if like a nurse walked around. And he was like, herbal tea? Like, and it had this, like, nice medicinal, and
0: they're like, thank you. They're like, uh, would you like weed wine? And I'd be like, uh, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Can I get two and cups? <laughs> Yeah, it's just a a bartender roaming around the hospital just making weed, (laughs) wine, cocktails for people. That's the world I want to live in. I want to live in
1: that world with you.
0: So it became really big in the Middle East. They were not, Muslims were not allowed to drink wine or alcohol, but they could talk. So Ah! they became big into loving weed as well. And I'm sure they used it for medical things as well. But the U.S. started doing it and... The first pharmacy that ever opened opened in New Orleans and it had a bunch of tinctures and tonics and things with cannabis in it to relieve pain, to cure back aches, uh, to help with headaches, to help swelling and like your feet and just like a bunch of things like tons and tons of things that they were giving it to. And so like that became a good, a really cool thing that they would do. Oh, I wonder if
1: there's, like, a sh- like a bunch of shops still down there. I mean, of course. I feel like New Orleans is, like, the mother, like, ship of all things that are medicinal and earthy and herbaceous. You know what I mean? Like, thinking back to, like, the old... I feel... Uh, yes. You are so right. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, New Orleans had the first pharmacy by Louis J. Dumfle Jr., and the reason why it became such a cool thing is because like you said it was a hub so people from France and Spain during like the turn of the century started coming there and they would bring oh, their they would bring their marijuana and their cannabis and all their hemp and stuff like that and you know go to the, and bring it for their own medical purposes. And so the pharmacy ended up holding some of those things there because there were so many French and Spain Spain people there that, you know, we need to have it for the pharmacy. Now, another cool thing about this is that if you go to New Orleans, this pharmacy is still there. It's not a pharmacy, but it is a museum dedicated to Pharmaceuticals or like pharmacies and stuff like that.
1: Uh, it's a we're really adding straight, that to Really straight. We're adding yeah. that to the list of the places we're going to from this show. Yeah,
0: add it to the list.
1: Add it to the list. We're going. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, they also would sell what they would call Indian cigarettes, which would be tobacco and cannabis together. Spliffies. Oh Basically, spliffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing basically swifts (laughs) but by 1906 this became illegal to use either alcohol or cannabis in medical stuff of any kind so like alcohol cannabis was was like turned away during the 20 21st century by the pro food and drug act of 1906 so this is the beginning of them turning on marijuana And slowly, all over the world, people started outlawing marijuana. So after that, after the Mexican Revolutionary War, Mexicans started coming to America. And they started migrating there and setting up their communities. And one of the things that they brought with them was weed. And So Mm -hmm. they started smoking weed a lot. And this started the whole bad stigma on it. So what America or white America saw weed as is that Mexican immigrants smoke it. Black people smoke it. Jazz singers, entertainers. These, all of the people are the ones that smoke this and they're the worst. So And
1: responsible for bringing this horrible drug into this country.
0: So around (laughs) the the mid-30s is when they really came for it after Prohibition. They were like, we need to get rid Uh. of this. So there are people who are quoted as saying there is 100,000 total marijuana smokers in the U.S. and most are Negroes, Hispanics, Filipinos, entertainers. Their satanic music, jazz and swing results in marijuana use. This marijuana causes white women to seek sexual relations with Negroes, entertainers and others.
1: Oh come on! Okay. Get over yourself. Another
0: thing that they thought about marijuana at this time is that reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men. It's another one. So black oh. people feeling good about themselves make them think that they're uh, as good as a white man, but we're not. Don't forget that.
1: Uh, but no, obviously. <laughs> obviously, we're
0: not. We just oh. had fucking Black History Month, motherfuckers. Okay. And uh, another one is marijuana is the most violent. Causing drug in the history of mankind. These wow. are some of the things they said. And around this time, the gentleman who actually said that fundraised and produced a movie called. Reef for Madness, Reef for, reef
1: madness. for madness, turning all our childrens into hooligans and whores, ferociously devouring the way things are today, savagely deflowering the good old USA. It's Reef, madness, reef, reef for Madness, Reef for Madness, Reef yes. for Madness, oh so mad. Sorry, Alan Cummings is my favorite person ever. So I just did the musical. That's the musical of Reefer Madness based on what you're talking about is the original film. Yes, so
0: Reefer Madness, the original film, not the musical, came out in 1936. It's a black and white movie that basically shows teenagers going crazy smoking reefer. Okay, and (laughs) listening to jazz music and having sex. Basically doing what every fucking teenager does in America today.
1: Anyways.
0: (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So this is why... Blacks and Hispanics are the ones who go to jail the most over marijuana. It stems back to this time. And by the 60s, uh, Nixon came up in there and he wanted to make sure that the world was a better place, meaning that black people kept in their place and hippies cut their hair and got a job. So in the 60s, they became, yes, in the (laughs) 60s, it started the war on drugs and made Marijuana up there with heroin and meth.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. It's as bad as
0: those things. And so basically he did this because after the the war, uh, Vietnam War, veterans came back and they had been doing a lot of drugs over there in Vietnam. And one of the big ones was marijuana. So they came back like, bitch, I just fought and almost died for this country. I should be able to smoke a joint if I want to. And hippies are like, you shouldn't have even had to go over there to fight a war. And we should be able to smoke a joint if we want to. And so exactly, they they went on a war against drugs, which is kind of still going on today. Luckily, by 1998, I believe, California, where I am located... Legalized medical marijuana and then in 2012 legalized marijuana in general. So you just gotta be 21. There's dispensaries all over. You can go in, they have candies, they have drinks, they have brownies, they have cookies, they have roll ons, they have pills, they have anything that you want with THC in it to help take care of your pain. So, you know, back aches, if you're nauseous, that's what joints, your joints.
1: Mm -hmm. If you have high blood pressure, if you have still gout, people that suffer from gout, insomnia, anxiety. Insomnia. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's incredible. Seizures. Cancer. Seizures. Cancer. I mean, you're talking about this is a universally wonderful mm-hmm. that medical herb that can really help you. And I hate that it gets villainized.
0: Yeah. It can help people with Parkinson's disease. I'm not saying yes. it gets rid of it, but it does minimize their shaking. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, this does have a lot of things to it. It is all in portions. You know, if you smoke a a bunch of Snoop Dogg, you know, Willie Nelson type of weed... All the time It's probably yeah. not going to help you As much as if you just took a little moment mal- To and that, relieve some pains and stuff
1: That's a good comparison though too Like those two gentlemen have the stamina And the tolerance for as much Copious amounts of weed as they smoke I wouldn't give that say to somebody else All the time Because people take it differently There's so many different strains that you can try yep. That can actually help you and, and, and work with you um, It doesn't work for everybody Obviously but it works for a lot of people
0: It does and if you want to have a lot of the fun with it, but not all the high with it, do some CBD, which will also help you in many of ways. So
1: <laughs> what does Uncle Leroy say when uh, he's uh, rolling? I'm
2: about to show y'all who the
1: real Puff Daddy is. I'm going to show you who the real Puff Daddy is. The real Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <Punk. laughs> so, yeah, I got a lot of my information from this book that was gifted to me it's called cannabis cocktails mocktails and tonics the art of spirit drinks buzz and buzzworthy liqueurs and so it does break down the first chapter is basically what I just read you. So a lot of this information came from there. It also shows you how to make your own tonics with cannabis. So we will yeah. be trying some of these one day. There was a lot of cool drinks in here, but none of them screamed Friday. So we will, we might come back to this again. Definitely. What a
1: cool book. I'll
0: have to borrow it. Yeah. And that's a little bit of Hellstory.
1: Woo. Anna, I love these Hellstory. Yeah. Oh, I, haven't,
0: I haven't done a helstery in a minute, girl.
1: Yeah, your Hellstery helped me out earlier today Remember when I uh, was using vodka for, um, <laughs> I was having a sore tooth Because I was grinding my teeth And uh, I had a sore tooth and she's like, oh put some alcohol on it And I'm like, what? And I, was she's like, like, yeah. Yeah. I was like,
0: yeah, just put some vodka on it And she's like, why? And I was like, because <laughs> yeah. it reduces helped. swelling And it's it's really good
1: <laughs> Yeah, before she gave me all the really great stuff That, that she really did break in Helstery. like She broke into it and I was like, oh my god Of course it's a thing <laughs> It was awesome, you guys.
0: I did help her. (laughs) These things really work, you guys. They really, really really work. Okay.
1: And these are things that they don't want you to know about. They don't. They don't want you to
0: know. That's a little bit of health theory for you.
1: I love it. Thank you so much. That was great.
0: All right. So, are you ready for the motherfucking drinking Game. my uh, yes. yes, All right, so the motherfucking drinking game. You're gonna take one simp when something happens to Day Day's car. Oh my god. So this is it getting keyed. This is it getting a brick on it. This is Craig's fat ass denting the hood of it.
2: Get down, get down, get down, get down. What the, come on, man. Look yeah. at my roof. Look at my roof. Look at my
1: wolf. You play too much. Oh, my God. Of course. Oh, my God. The brick in the windshield is my favorite with that panor- that profile view when he's getting out of the car in the driveway. You're like, oh, shit.
0: And he slams the door and he's just like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even Craig laughs, though. Craig just. I love it. Oh, they broke his board.
0: Yeah, you broke my board, man. Okay. Yeah, so any of the car incidents, cause that's his baby. She's like, that's "I'm having baby. your baby." That ain't my baby. That's my that's baby. He rushed to his car. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't, they ain't. those
1: twenties, those on twenties. Got some twenties
2: on there. Them twenties, I just got them. Them ain't twenties, but it's off the hood. Them are twenties, man. Them, nah, they tens. I bought them from somebody, but they, te- they, they nice though. The tens, they, they're
1: nice, but they're not twenties. Yeah, those tens. <laughs>
0: Um, you gonna take a simp when someone smokes weed or rolls it? Yeah.
1: Do you also take a hit too? Oh.
0: If you are playing that way, I'm gonna say yes. I say that any drinking game that I do can be a hit worthy. Every simp is a hit. I mean, if you ain't got no alcohol.
1: So that's like, oh, I love it—the big smoke scene when happens with Uncle Leroy and Sugar. Yeah, she's like, and (laughs) I, oh yeah. (laughs)
0: And like, she's just so cool. And he's like, I see why you win her. (laughs) (laughs) This is where Roach hands, she tries to handle the brownie, but he's like, Well, I ain't got no bong or no pipe.
2: I ain't got no bong or no bullshit brownie, but uh, voila. Whoa.
0: Then he pulls out the fat ass joint. So so that's it. Yep. That's a
1: camera.
0: I would say that there's, I feel like there's less smoking in this one as than the first one.
1: I noticed that too. I, it was uh, a little more tame, smoking wise.
0: Yeah. So, you gonna take a simp? You gonna take a simp when Joker is said? So this is Joker, baby Joker, little Joker. Any Eddie any Joker. of the any of the Jokers? You gonna take a simp?
2: That's Joker. She just got out the penis. and then it's little Joker. He just got out of YA, and then it's baby Joker right there. He just got out the juvenile center.
1: I love it. That's why yeah. I love when he has his little tuxedo. The scene where he has his little tuxedo. Yeah. Ooh. Like, Ooh
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Poppy, I like it, right? Ooh, I'm
0: going to do you like American me. And he's like, mm, <laughs> Ooh. Little puppet. And he's just like, fuck it, doesn't care. <laughs> I fucking love him. You're going to take a simp when you see Debo. So Debo doesn't have too much to do in this movie except trying to get his way to Craig. So mm-hmm. when he's. Busting out of prison, or riding the bike down the street, or calling the taco shop, or stuck in the dog kennel.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you're going to take a sip, because they, they flash take back
0: to him. You're going to be like, oh shit, that's mm-hmm. Debo. And you take a sip. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Taking a sip for Debo. Taking
0: a sip for D- Pour one out for Debo, you guys. Pour one out for um, Debo. Yeah, pour one out for Debo. Okay. So you're going to take a sip when someone says... Craig,
2: this is my cousin Craig. He from LA. Day I've been trying to tell your ass that Dayday my cousin. He in the back.
0: Or Roach. Okay, so they say their name a lot. Even Roach. She's like, "This is my homie Roach."
2: Hey Craig, this is Roach, my white slave Roach. Be working around the store doing everything I tell him to do.
1: I love that when he comes. He does whatever I say. <laughs> What's up, man? He What's just that? That? He doesn't even that. He He's like, "What's, What's that, up?"
0: Man? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, <laughs>
1: yeah. he's,
0: like, he's like, I'm trying to tell you. I'm Day Day's cousin. Like, he's just so <laughs> fucking winded and shit.
2: <laughs> Day Day, is this your cousin? Day Day. Huh? Is this your cousin? Yes, my cousin. Good. Then you fine. Who, me? Yeah, you. I'm fine. And wrote you fine, too. You fine. Why are you going to fire me for, picky? Shut up! Good.
0: Because you fired. <laughs> <laughs> it wrote, you fired too. It's like, dang, what I do, Pinky? why I fire? I know. <laughs> oh, I love that part.
1: I love <laughs> when at the end he's like, damn, that man, that man got me.
2: Shit, that nigga had me scared, but I held my own. Fuck that. But I held my own.
0: But I held my own, though. I love Pinky. Like, Pinky uh-huh. where he's just like, I almost built this yak on my $200 suit. And be like,
1: <laughs>
0: <hands> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pinky, pinky, in honor of pinky, our drink. In honor of pinky, our drink.
1: Cheers to that. Cheers to Love that. Love that one. I like that. So you
0: gonna take a simp when the Jones brothers fight? So every time they cap on each other and make a joke or he's like, "I'm
2: gone." Still stepping in that dog shit every day.
0: You still stepping the dog shit every day. He's like, yeah, lotto stood.
2: Now, lotto stud. Close my door. Don't slam it. Can't even count to
0: ten. All of a sudden, you can hit the lotto. Ain't that a bitch? Lotto fucking
1: stud. Like, you can't you uh,
0: can't even keep a job and then he hits the lottery. Like, all his, all the jokes that they have back and forth about each other. you going to mm-hmm. take a sip because their relationship is hilarious. And that's probably why I love... Part three, so much. It's because you get to see them hang out more.
1: Yeah, that definitely, you get to, they're inter especially in the backyard when they have their scene together, and you're <laughs> like, oh, damn. I love them. you have covered in shit. <laughs> oh, and then he comes in the house and he's like, "You know your your back's covered in shit." Don't you he's sit on my couch? What's couch. a paper down. What's <laughs> some
0: paper down. He didn't and even like give his brother like spare clothes. What a dick.
1: No, I know. Why won't anyone just give him a pair of pants? I don't
0: want to have your stank ass around. You smell like shit.
1: You smell like shit. And they keep that joke solid too until the very, even when they're counting money. It's so good. You're like, oh, he's still covered. Yeah, he's all sitting on paper. Paper. <laughs> he's sitting on paper. Sitting on paper
0: you gonna take a simp when Rancho Cucamonga said.
1: Yes, I was so hoping you had this <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> that or Rancho Chocamonga?
1: In the best fucking hands
2: in Rancho Chocamonga. Shit, I'm the king around right here. As rancho Chocamonga.
0: Uncle Elroy says, I'm the king around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's rancho, rancho Cucamonga, y'all. This is yeah. a real place. Okay, I just wanna say. That I have been told by people that they think that people who are not from California, or at least Southern California, think of Rancho Cucamonga as a fake place. You know, like some outrageous place where you're like, you know, I don't know where I am. I could be in Rancho Cucamonga. This place is real. It's not a made up place. It nope. is about twenty miles away from me, Rancho Cucum, I, guess. <laughs> okay. I
1: know you could just go have like a picnic up in Rancho Cucamonga. I could.
0: I should go there tomorrow and grab a picnic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'd be perfect.
0: <laughs> and I'll bring my uh, pinky margarita with me and drink it in a park somewhere. <laughs> wow. Just like
1: cruise around, <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga. I wonder if people walk around town and they just shout that to each other because I totally would. They would hate me.
0: <laughs> They'd be like, "Yes, you are in Rancho Cucamonga." Rancho
1: Cucamonga. It's just such a fun town name to say. I like it because he says it on the
0: on the office, Michael Scott. He's like, "Next yes. up, Rancho Cucamonga." <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so good. Um,
0: any of those. Are you a ball player? He's like, yeah.
2: I play for the Cucamonga Cracker Killers. You want
1: tickets? Hey, you want some tickets?
0: Well, well, that's right. (laughs) So yeah, any of those.
1: That's also uh, where they have workaholics set right.
0: Is that where they're supposed to be? I'm sure. Yeah, I think that is. It does definitely look like Rancho Cucamonga.
1: The, the telemarketing shop is in Rancho Cucamonga. Because I remember it was really big during that time when that show was out. They're like, oh, that's not like a real place. I'm like, no, no, it is. <laughs> like, It's a real place. I was I was able to correct them because a lot of people in Florida didn't think it was real.
0: Well, it's not old. I think it was built in like the late 70s, early 80s. So yeah. It was, it's not that old of a city or town. So... I can understand it. I guess for a long time it was fake. But it's not anymore. At least in California. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. You're going to take a simp when Dawana and Baby D show up. So, if she's keying his motherfucking car. When they show up to pinkies, she's
1: and then he They runs got by. away with
0: <laughs> There he is, Baby D. Get him. him. And they chase him. All those. Even at the <laughs> end when Craig's leaving, they show up and fuck his car up. Like, to throw some shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> like they won't walk away And they just won't
1: <laughs> They just won't leave I love the whole I love baby D Oh my god I can't wait to talk about her
0: So you gonna take a simp When Dayday talks about his 20s
2: 20s I just got them They made 20s but it's off the hook 10s he
0: keeps them clean Yeah he keeps them clean
1: <laughs> so, You know they're 10s They're 10s, they're
0: 10s. <laughs> You know he, i even like after he told him it was 10s And then he starts to tell him He's like yeah and I was getting my 20s I mean, I mean, my I mean tens. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I know he, ha- he even correct because he knows it's true. It's the, he does it as well in that same speech. I love that speech. We're gonna have to definitely dissect that speech because it's so good. <laughs> that whole speech is just phenomenal. It
0: is. So any time of those, you are gonna take a simp. Now you gonna finish your drink when Craig meets sugar. She's <gasps> like,
2: ooh, ooh, you even cuter than your baby pictures.
0: Than your baby pictures. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's like, ooh,
0: you got a fat ass.
1: Ooh, you got a fat ass. Mm-hmm.
2: Ice Cube
0: does have a fat ass, you guys. Yeah, he does. <laughs>
1: he is. He is a good looking man. Mm-hmm.
0: He is. I mean, looking at him today, he is an old, der looking man. He don't look like he did in this movie, but this was like twenty one years ago. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, he can't be too mad. But like, I
1: think he aged well.
0: I think he aged well. I think that it's time for me to get on his son, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who looks like a younger him. Like, he's my age him. So that's perfect. <laughs>
1: you pe- you peeping
0: Baby Cube? It's... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm keeping Baby Cube.
1: Peeking Baby Cube. What does he look like? I don't know. Oh my, I
0: have, look? have you seen Straight Outta Compton? Yeah. He plays his dad.
1: <laughs>
0: Stop it. <laughs> that's really? That's him? Yeah, that's Cube's son. That's awesome. <laughs> he looks just like him.
1: He does. I I didn't realize. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yep, O'Shea Jackson Jr. I mean, okay, he don't look exactly like him, but he look close enough. So you gonna finish your drink when Craig fights Pinky? So when they're in the Pinky's record shop, oh my
1: god,
0: and they're having their little that- fight. And Dayday and Roach in the back I'm talking Day-Day's about <laughs> I'm
1: Dayday's Day Day's cousin. Day Day's cousin. Oh God. Another, Say another. Say another. Word. God damn it. Say it again. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah.
0: Day Day's in the back talking about Craig taking doo doos. One time he, he doo dooed in church, and they had to clear out the whole <laughs> church.
2: One time when he was a kid, he doo dooed in church. They had
0: to run everybody. The pastor was the only one that could stay in there through the blessings of God. Church. The only person who could stay in there was the preacher by the by the power of God.
1: <laughs>
0: That's that is so uh, funny. I fucking love it. It's <laughs> one of the best, again,
1: just
0: one of the best returns in the virgin. So <laughs> one time he, he, he do, dude, while we were in the pool, he's like, Did it float up, man? He's like, Yeah, I got to float. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> Oh uh, it just makes me miss my cousins. Like, definitely oh, makes I me know. miss my cousins and just the fun that I have with them. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, the pinky fight scene. You gonna finish your drink? Finish that drink. Well
1: needed.
0: So, you gonna finish your drink when the cops come. So, you can't fuck with the police.
2: Y'all can't fuck with the police. Y'all can't fuck with the police.
0: Y'all can't fuck with the police. police. That's my part. (laughs) You can't fuck with the police. (laughs) They come in. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: He's like, you don't want us. I live here.
1: I live here. (laughs) They the ones
0: you want. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Elroy. I fucking love Uncle Elroy.
1: He's so good.
0: So, yeah. Do you have anything you want to add to the motherfucking drinking game? I feel
1: like you hit all the spots, though. Yeah, pretty much. Did you did you do the one? Uh, I thought it'd be really cute to take a sip every single time. Ice Cube and Carla give each other eyes.
0: Ooh, I like the little Spanish, the little bilingual the little love. tete Yeah, he, she's like, "What took you so long to come over here?" And he's like, I "Got away from my dumbass cousin."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I would if we could. And then when even the daydream, I even wanted to have the daydream. And when Ooh, she's like, on the mm-hmm.
0: table, and she's like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. Okay, I've been high, <laughs> but I've never had a daydream like that. Because if I did, Will oh, Smith would be doing lap dances for me all the time. He'd be stripping, just standing there. If that was the case, he'd be doing it right now as I'm talking to you.
1: Oh, damn. <laughs> We're going to have to get you something stronger. Though. I need some better reading, <laughs> man.
0: Is- Whatever they got in I mean. Rancho Cucamonga is getting people high. <laughs> All right, well, we'll add that to the drinking game. Is that game. a good one? To
1: That's add a good to the drinking game?
0: Okay, cool. All right, well. The because guy. they even do it in her bedroom
1: when he Oh, yeah. Up. <laughs> He's like, what's <laughs> my code?
0: 69? She's like, 68. 68.
1: 68. <laughs> I just want to throw
0: this out here for people who are younger than us. I mean, obviously, this deal does not pertain to us because I definitely didn't have a pager. Did you have a pager? Did you get a beep? No, I didn't.
1: My sister had a, a pager, though.
0: So did my brother. But back in the day... You couldn't just call somebody and it'd ring in their pocket and they could answer it. No. Mm -hmm. What would happen was this little thing called a pager would vibrate in their pocket and it would you'd have to call that. You have to call the number to whatever the pager is and they would page Mm -hmm. them and it will pop up with either you put your phone number like, hey bitch, call me back. You know, here's my number. Yeah. Or it would just pop up with a code. And if I just popped up with a code like 69, then I would know that Craig is trying to holler at me. Let me call Craig. He's trying
1: to call me. Especially now, if you don't want anyone calling the house.
0: If you don't want nobody calling the house. And then you could call and just, you know, hide in a closet or your room or whatever the fuck is going down. Now, this is older than us. I never had one. I never dealt with it. All I did was like would call it for my brother to get a hold of him. But yes, that was it. I'm- I never had any.
1: I definitely remember having to type in, because when my mom would be like, you need to page your sister to come home. And I was like, okay. And we would just page them. We would have to type it into the phone. It was so funny.
0: You typed, uh, you know, the numbers and it says boobs, like that would be somebody's code. Like, you know, whatever (laughs) you want.
1: Whatever you want.
0: (laughs) I don't know. You guys look it up if you don't know what it is. It's some old ash technology before you could text somebody. So, that is... The motherfucking
1: drinking game.
0: game Yes. Oh, that
1: was a good
0: one. All right. So you ready for the
1: stats? Yeah. Give me those stats, stats,
0: stats. I'm going to give you them stats. I'm going to slap you with some stats. Slap me (laughs) with some (laughs) stats.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I love it.
0: So next Friday dropped January 12th. 2,000, baby. I feel like we haven't done too many 2,000 movies, if
1: any. It's a year. No, like, no. I feel like it's a year no. we haven't
0: hit. The turn of the century. This
1: was. I was popping in 2,000. Mm. I
0: was in mm. junior high. Uh, I went uh. to the movies to go see this movie. I probably not the 12th, but probably the 13th. I remember my mom was out of town, and it was just me and my dad. My brothers had moved out by then, so it was just me and my dad, and he was like, you want to go to the movies? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you want to see Friday? And I'm like, yep. And so we went and saw Friday. And I'm like, 12, 13 or whatever it was, came oh out. And so, yeah, I went with my dad and we thought this shit was funny. I know that All I right. closed my eyes during when Craig goes into their little sex dungeon. I, I had to cover my shield, my eyes.
1: Oh, that was my favorite part.
0: I mean, as an adult, <laughs> yes. But as a child, I knew that, oh, I, sh- I should not be seeing this. Let me just cover these peepers.
1: <laughs> oh we'll see i saw it low-key undercover at uh one of my friend's houses at hammock creek Ooh. Yeah. she had an older brother who was super cool he let he was like the one that let us listen to m&m like all of his <laughs> m and cds uh and the chronic album for sure uh, it was such a good night i loved this movie yeah but i was so into that sex dungeon scene i was like oh damn i think that's why maybe i got a projector yeah she was over
0: there <laughs> looking all sexy on the projector i mean it's it's I, fun
1: to put on visuals, especially it, if they're, like, crazy and wild when you're full uh,
0: Hey, I mean, don't knock it till you try it. So, yeah, I definitely. But, I mean, as a young child, I watched the first Friday. I like, could quote it. Like, our family used to watch it all the time. It was like, mm-hmm. so when this one came out, it was just like, yeah, let's go. So No, for sure. It was worth it. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy. I Have fun. <laughs> but I remember it was just me and him that went and saw that one. I love that. It's like a sweet little bonding. Yeah. I mean, we saw saw that this fool listened to Don't Know My. He didn't give a shit anymore.
1: (laughs) I fucking love it.
0: I love it. Okay, so the budget for this movie, 11 million dollars. I can see that. It's pretty much the Coda sack, pinkies. And you have to have the inside set for the house. Two of the houses, that's about it So I can see that being 11 mil No one's really a big name except John Witherspoon and Cube Mike Epps is not that big DC is like More like Def Jam kind of big But not really like can ask for that kind of money So he could He definitely could have got all of this for The low cheap, so 11 million dollars In 2000, but in 2021 that would be more Like 17 million dollars so six mm-hmm. million in twenty one years.
1: It's a good budget. I mean, especially for I mean the, the filming was great. It they had everything that they needed.
0: Yeah, it sure did.
1: I know there were issues sometimes, well, about salaries and whatnot.
0: Yeah. I don't know how I really feel about Cube. Like I I like him because he's been around my entire life and I'm a West mm-hmm. Coast kid. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you have when you're a West Coast kid and you love Hip Hop, Cube, Snoop, Dre, Tupac, those are like, you know, the staple, uh, E-40, Too Short, like all those shit. But uh, mm-hmm. he definitely seems like he doesn't like to pay his actors well. Another reason why in this movie we don't have Chris Tucker is because he, one, was wanted to be paid more. Mm-hmm. And two, he had become a born again Christian. And so, yeah, you know, he was trying to change his ways and decided to stick with Rush Hour where they pay him like rich white people money. Not $20 like $20
1: million dollars a movie. Almost. Yeah. Like. W-
0: white people money, not like nigga rich money where I get like, you know, not th- that much. So and there's another one. Izell was not was said that he was supposed to be in this movie. The crackhead from the first one. And he didn't come back because one, there was issue with money and Mm -hmm. they rewrote him out of the script and wouldn't allow him to come on set. Like there's, he has issues with his artists. So I don't know really how I feel about him, but he has put out some movies that we fucking love. So
1: yeah, exactly. And I mean, a lot of uh, the actors who do work with ice cube say it's really worth the experience to be a part of this franchise in this movie. Like, you take that understanding sometimes when you are making a film that's so iconic as like Friday, next Friday, because Friday was just so amazing. Right. That I mean, that's what uh, Tamala Jones said. She she said, "Yeah, the, the we weren't getting paid that much, but I was a part of Ice Cube's Friday. Like that's just an honor in itself, and I am happy to be a part of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: So, I don't know,
1: but for eleven million dollars, pulled off a really good fucking movie.
0: He did. And so with $11 million, he made over $59 million worldwide. So if you translate that into 2021 money, that'd be over $91 million that this movie made. If you looked at it Nice. Money,
1: money, money. Damn.
0: Yeah, so it, it made money. All Fridays make money. There hasn't been one that does not make money. They all make money.
1: Yeah, this was the highest grossing at $59 million. $33 million for the first one and $37 million for the third.
0: Yeah, so this was the highest grossing one out of all of them. But they all make money.
1: They all make money, though. And it, you know that this just, like, was... It led us to getting a barbershop. Yep. And...
0: A beauty shop. Just, and... And
1: beauty shop.
0: Players Club and all mm-hmm. of the Cube movies that he has made. Are we there yet?
1: Are we there yet?
0: <laughs> all those are because of Friday. Oh, that's... All right, so Rotten Tomatoes, critics, 21%.
1: That's disappointing. Yeah. But I guess it's a niche movie. I don't know. It's got such a following. But critics, come on.
0: Well, another thing that I learned in my history on marijuana is that around the 90s, the stigma of weed changed. I mean, it did, I feel like it did have to do a lot with movies like Cheech and Chong that like made mm-hmm. it fun but in the 90s we start getting movies like the fridays and half baked mm-hmm. and a bunch of these stoner movies that yeah they're like we get you know early 2000s mm-hmm. we get how high and and all these oh, movies high? yeah they, they make mm-hmm. it look more normal it's fun yeah. you know even in even in this movie you know and in how high they show like the black person smoking weed, but they're sharing it with like a white person or, or like an Asian person. Like everybody smokes weed, motherfucker. Everybody whatever. smokes. I yeah. mean, and they say that in half baked. He shows all of the different stoners. He's like, even the middle aged white dad who's stressed out about work is smoking because he don't know how to tell his kid to stop smoking as his kid is in the room smoking. Like it's smoking. Just, everybody <laughs> smokes.
1: Everyone's smoking. There is no type oh, of uh, person. Mm-mm,
0: no. There's all different type of people, and they all smoke. You might not smoke yourself, but someone who looks like you does. Yeah,
1: someone
0: exactly. in your family does. They might not tell you, especially if they're older. So yeah, don't worry about it. No one cares. Yeah, no
1: one cares.
0: This is, you know, Friday helped usher that in. Like I said, I watched the first yeah. Friday with my family. Like all the time. Like it was just like a. And my parents, you know, they're not going to be smoking weed and like all that shit, but they still thought the shit was funny. Like it didn't matter. (laughs) They grew up in the hood. They know what's up. Like
1: (laughs) it's
0: whatever. So I don't know what the critics said. They probably. Here's the thing I don't care what critics say about black movies because I feel like they can't really judge black movies. You don't know what we go through. You don't know what's funny to us. You know, you might think. British comedy is like the most funniest thing in the world but I might giggle at that but I'm gonna pee my pants if I watch you know fucking John Witherspoon over here fucking talking about put a hot sauce on my burrito baby as he slips into like shit like you know things like that is like fucking hilarious to me I always take critics on black movies very different like I really don't even care because it's hard for the I feel like a middle-aged white man can't really tell me (laughs) about my movies Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the audience they gave it 76 percent. so that also means that there's people like you and some listeners out there who love this movie who have not rated this movie so
1: so we're rallying the troops go rate these movies because they deserve better recognition they do i'm I'm (laughs) writing one for sure listen i understand that it's not a oh my god the most incredible movie of all time but it was good it was good it's real good it's funny it's entertaining and and it's funny and it's, cl- it's clever mm-hmm. the jokes are amazing the comedians are oh oh my god like honestly too funny yeah so go out and start writing these
0: so uh my zz fresh it's gonna be 96 percent. i think this right. movie is hilarious I think the adding of Mike Epps brings a whole different aspect to this movie that was semi-lacking in the first one. The first one is hilarious. And this one is is amazing. This one is the one I probably I watched a lot, but in the scope of all three of them, probably not the most. I definitely watched the first one a lot. And when Christmas comes every year, no matter what, I'm going to play part three. So, like, it gets played <laughs> at least once or twice a year. Nice. And, you know, but this one is a great one. And, I really
1: uh, need to add Friday After Next into my Christmas cycle.
0: Yeah, girl, cycle. it's not in your cycle.
1: I, cy- I know. I need a cycle. I need to turn my cycle up.
0: Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> We're the milk of cookies? <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, it's a great movie. And I mean, I quote all three of these movies all the time. Yeah. I'd be by Felicia, or, you know, yeah, all the time.
1: I, re- I definitely went through a by Felicia phase. And then Bye I had to, like, Felicia. shut it down because <laughs> I was overdoing it. It's one of those things where you, like, definitely started railing it to the ground. And you're like, okay, but you got to pull it back. I'm like, just pull it back a little bit, kid. Yep. I, and do, I, was, I do I was have a, a line kid. that I
0: say to my nephews, like, you're my brother's boy. Like all the time. I say that this is from this movie, that's the line I probably say the most. It's you're my brother's <laughs> boy. I even say it to my nieces because I think it's funny. Yeah,
1: it's too good. My, it's too good.
0: My brother Rashad used to call my dog Will. He used to call him Uncle Willie. He's all the um, time. <laughs> I love it. He used to call him Uncle Willie.
1: Oh, uncle, you my, my Uncle brother. Willie.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that's so sweet
0: uh, in part three you know top flight security of the world Craig
1: <laughs>
0: I do like that they have a, a through line between this one and the other one there's the where they're like friends how many of us have them friends and they're getting like tied up and they're crying
2: how many of us have them friends <laughs> Ones we can depend on. Shut the fuck oh, up. I don't even like Houdini.
0: And then yeah. he's like, shut up. I, d- I hate Houdini. And that's like what he <laughs> says. But then in part three, he's always like, the freaks come out at night. What, what, what? Oh, the freaks. He's like, Houdini. <laughs> I love Houdini. Like, <laughs> that dude loves Houdini. Yes.
1: But Joker fucking hates
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> What is your uh?
1: My Letty zest, ninety two percent. It's a great movie. It's solid. Uh, I love it. It it brings it brings so much joy and happiness to my life. And I really think that it's got a really good flow. It's a good script. It's solid. It's com- it comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you have to suspend belief, but that's the fun and joy of it. And again, the comedians were just too great. We had just like. Such great representation. Amy Hill, she's hilarious. Yeah. You, we get that little snippet of her. Um, Mike Epps coming out. I just, it's a real, I love it. Ice Cube set up such a platform for great artists in this movie, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my little Lenny Zest, baby. 92%.
0: I love it.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: That's our stats. <laughs> stats, stats, stats. Okay, so...
1: I'm I'm ready to giggle. I mean, I've been giggling nonstop.
0: Do <laughs> you feel the weed kicking in?
1: I do. I really do. I finished. I almost finished with my first one.
0: I finished my first one. I made my second one. The second one I put a lot less syrup in it.
1: That's a good idea. I know. I'm just like, ooh.
0: And if I have one more, it will not have syrup in it. But okay, I'll make one more. So, uh, you ready to talk about our director?
1: Ooh, yes.
0: Call action, babe. Ooh. Ooh. Mr.
1: Carr. Mr. Carr on set.
0: Mr. Carr. So, Steve Carr is our director, and this is his feature film debut. He is known as being a music video director. That's what he is known for. And he has done song videos for... The iconic bands Like yeah like he did jay-z's it's a hard knock life um he did the beastie boys right he did the jay-z and jaw rule cannot get a what what from rush hour bringing yes. it back to chris tucker chris so he did tucker. that and he's done stuff for like Redman, and you said the beastie boys i didn't see the Beastie boys on there but it might have been
1: Oh, he did the album art. Co- oh, because he's an artist. He did a lot of album art for a lot of other... Sorry, I, I'm i i correct it. Yeah, he did the album art cover for, like, the Beastie Boys and Public Enemy.
0: Yeah, he was...
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, so he was a former album designer for Def Jam Records. Oh,
1: yeah, Def Jam Records, that's right. Back in
0: the day. So, yes, that would be Beastie Boys and LL Cool J and... Run DMC, it'd be all Run of them. DMC. Yeah, so back in the day, that's
1: Big Sean,
0: what he was doing. But he he went on from doing that to doing music videos for like Jay Z and stuff. It did say that he did a music video for Cube, I read, but it did not tell me what video it was. So I'm not sure if that's true or not. It's not on his filmography.
1: I mean, he does a lot. He did a lot. Not a lot and he's done a couple like a couple of projects with uh, Ice Cube so they must really love working
0: together. Yeah, so he saw some of his work and they probably met and worked on something. So by the time he did next Friday, he wanted to use a music director a lot like the way that he did the first one. Using a music director to film his movie, and it turned out great. This opened the door for him. Immediately after this, next year he did Doctor Doolittle Two, so he went from working for Cube to fucking Eddie Murphy. Like this guy just like boom. Um, He then went on to do Nelly's Number One video. He did one of my niece's favorite movies, Daddy Daycare. So he worked with Daddy
1: Daycare Eddie Murphy
0: again. Anytime they see. Anytime I need to see Eddie Murphy, they say, oh, that's Daddy Daycare. (laughs)
1: They love that. (laughs) That's
0: what they call him. Then he went on to do Rebound. And he's Dolomite. Dolomite. He's Dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah, no. They didn't see Dolomite yet.
1: (laughs) I can't wait for them to watch that movie.
0: (laughs) So then he did Rebound with Martin Lawrence. And then he Mm -hmm. came back to his old friend for Are We There Yet? with Ice Cube in 2017. He also was responsible for Paul Blark Mall Cop, Paul Blark <laughs> Mall Cop. Oh my God. I know. That's
1: a, I, I weirdly do like that movie. <laughs> it's, uh, it's entertaining. He,
0: he did it's a, really entertaining. a section of movie 43 and he is out there doing his thing. Apparently, mm-hmm. a cube saw him and thought that, you know, he had, he was a funny guy. And I feel like you kind of have to be a funny person to deal with comedians and to make a funny movie. You got to kind of be a funny person.
1: Yeah. You have to be able to allow a lot of improv go with the flow, but then like keep the the comedy scene structured for sure.
0: Like, I don't know. Martin Scorsese, he's one of the greatest directors of all time, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if he could direct a comedy. I don't know. He's really good. He probably could. But I mean, it'd be strange. You'd be like, whoa.
1: Yeah. It'd be surprising (laughs) to see.
0: It would be very surprising to see. So, you know, he, he's just really good at doing comedy, and so that's yeah. where Carr is. I really didn't find much fun facts about him. He's kind of, like, on the DL, you
2: know?
1: Yeah. he. A lot of people want, like, privacy respected. He really didn't have a lot to go off of, but he has a stunning reputation.
0: Yeah. He graduated from the School of Visual Arts in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's exactly where he got his album designs from. I don't know how long he has been there, how old is he? Because if he if he He's made 55. the license to ill album cover, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I have that I I have that one here like I had to Ooh.
1: But you might yeah. have an original Steve Carr, and you don't even know
0: it. I don't even know it. So, oh, yeah. yeah, Stephen Carr, I think that he did a good job in directing this movie. Yeah,
1: I think so, too. And, and what... he had a stunning career. And I feel like we're going to definitely try to do another movie of his. I love Dr. Doolittle. Daddy Daycare, this... bitch! I fucking
0: love yeah, Daddy Oh Yeah, Daddy we Daycare. have
1: to do Daddy Care. Yeah, let's do Daddy Daycare. <laughs> or Paul Bart. I mean, Paul
0: I don't know favorite. how I feel about Paul Bart, but I
1: know Daddy Daycare is acquired. a stellar for me. Or are we it's, there yet?
0: Kevin James is an acquired James. <laughs> are we there yet? Is
1: super good. Daddy Daycare.
0: Okay, so um, I think he did a good job. When I saw like mm-hmm. behind the scenes footage of him, he was like super jokey with everybody and having a good time and laughing. So he seemed like he'd be a very fun director to work for.
1: Oh, yeah. Every single time I felt like, like the whole scene when they're in Day Day's bedroom and he's in the bathroom, like getting dressed. Like Ice Cube is trying so hard to hold his, you saw, you see that, right? Like he's like, oh shit. Like even when Dayday walks out shouting, I didn't get if it was an improv line or not, but Ice Cube's face is like, oh shit, just like hold on for like two seconds. Let them get me just sitting here. Because it- again, I think they're all just having such a good time on set for sure. For sure, and I—he had that ability to just like yeah, he, he really gets it. He, he really gets, gets
0: it, it. and uh, Cube saw that in him, and that is why he hired him to be the director. So Steve Carr, we will talk about you again, hopefully, and thank you for giving us next Friday. Thank
1: you,
0: appreciate it. You're the best. Okay, so are you ready for the AKAs? Yes,
1: yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am so excited for AKAs.
0: All right. Well, grab your pinkies, Margarita, and hop on a plane with me as we head on to Brazil. <gasps>
1: Brazil,
0: yes. So AKAs is also known as, and this is the titles translated around the world. So not everybody calls this movie Next Friday. The majority of the people call it Next Friday or Friday 2. That was the most that I saw. So Okay. But other people like Brazil, they call it another Friday in trouble. (laughs) It It it, works.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like that.
0: They're in trouble every Friday. Every Friday. They're in trouble. If we hop on to a plane and go to Greece to where y'all people are from
1: let's go to greece they have such good
0: ones okay greece Greece does have really good ones you guys i want to live there one because it's like beautiful and their food is good and their water is gorgeous and everything's white and blue and just gorgeous love it but also i want to be there because their titles of these movies are phenomenally funny like i can't
1: i would love to just go to the movies I would love it in Greece. Let's go. So if put that
0: went, on your list, so in two thousand, if you went to the Greece movie theater and you wanted to see this movie, it would be called Hot Deadline. I have no hot, clue. With...
1: Hot Deadline?
0: Line, yeah. What? <laughs> that is what is roughly translated to, y'all. Can I get one ticket for Hot Deadline, please?
1: What does that even
0: mean? <laughs> that one doesn't make sense. The first one, Another Friday in Trouble, because every Friday they're in trouble.
1: So they yeah, all... I could I could just see someone describing the movie. It's like, oh, well, what is this movie? Another Friday in Trouble. In trouble. <laughs> in trouble. You're like,
0: oh, yeah. That makes sense. I'll go see it.
1: I'll go see it. But, but uh, you... Hot Deadline? Deadline. Hot Deadline.
0: Like, like deadline.
1: Like a, I, I got to
0: make this Deadline. I got I to make the Hot Deadline.
1: Oh, it's Hot Deadline. <laughs> Oh, well, the deadline for the foreclosure.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Uh, we got a hot deadline. Oh, Nah, it's man, just don't
0: make no damn sense. <laughs> don't you try to make sense of your people? Your people coming up with some boo-boo shit. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Grease, I love it. I want to move there just for your headlines alone. Just the headlines.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I can watch my... Can I get a ticket for hot deadline, please? Hot deadline, please. One adult hot deadline. Thank you. <laughs> so, if you go to hungry, it's going to be okay. Friday night gas. <laughs> I have no clue. It's Friday. I get it.
1: Yeah. It does run through Friday the night.
2: night.
0: Maybe they call weed gas, like smoke up a smoke gas or
1: Maybe.
0: because it was in the compressor the, the car piece hydraulic the hydraulic maybe canister maybe maybe that's
1: what
0: hmm. Friday night gas
1: Friday night gas can I, I get, get one
0: ticker, ticket in Hungary for a Friday night gas please thank you I
1: keep on thinking of Agatha it's gonna be a gas it's gonna
0: be a gas yes she would have <laughs> loved it she yeah. probably named this movie
1: Agatha Agatha Harkness
0: god damn you bitch
1: mm. I love you bitch I love her so much
0: all right, so if you grabbed your pink pinkies margarita and head on down to south of the border, yes. it'd be called the following Friday that one works
1: that one actually works really well and it it actually has a very nice ring like a nice flow to it the following, following Friday. friday.
0: Mm-hmm. can I get one ticket to, to the following friday
1: the following Friday.
0: Yes, I mean that one works. It's It's not the following Friday. It's not the next Friday either. It's four years in between of when the last time we fucking saw them.
1: I know exactly. Debo has gone
0: to jail and is broken out. I know. (laughs) It's been around, but yes, it's another way for the following Friday.
1: Following Friday, and actually, it would have made things a lot easier when doing research. Because putting Next Friday in for everything, like, everything came up for, like, the next Friday they're trying to do. I was like, no, 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 like, the movie Next Friday. Yeah, you got to
0: put the movie. If any, if this show has taught me anything, it's like, you can't <laughs> just put the name of a movie in there nope. sometime. Because it's just, the name of the movie is something.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Something else.
1: Following Friday.
0: Yeah, the following Friday.
1: So oh, if, the following Friday.
0: The following Friday. So, if we went to Spain and we wanted to watch this movie, it would be called Butt on Friday.
1: Butt on Friday. And not like
0: butt. I'm talking like booty. Like B-U-T-T. Butt.
1: Get that booty on Friday. I (laughs) like it. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's Butt Friday. Butt Friday. (laughs) Butt on
0: Friday. So,
1: that I love. Thank oh you, my God. Spain. Thank you, Spain. You win. But on Friday, that's my favorite. That just makes sense to me. That just makes sense to
0: me. <laughs> you, she just is so happy on this night. I get ice, it. you. Get
1: you. You get the luscious ice cube booty. You that's to what see it is. JJ's you got a fat cute ass. Booty.
0: <laughs> got a fat yeah. ass. Yep. You, you got that booty, booty. on Friday. <laughs>
1: Booty booty on Friday. <gasps> Uncle
0: Elroy got some booty on a Friday. Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah,
0: he <laughs> Maybe that's what they're talking about. They're talking about Uncle Elroy. This is his story. In Spain, this story is about Uncle Elroy and him getting some booty yes. on Friday. Uncle Elroy always gets his booty on Friday. Mr. Nasty time. Mr.
1: Nasty time. All right, so
0: <laughs> for our last one, if we headed on down to Taiwan... This movie would be called Crazy Friday.
1: Crazy Friday? It's a crazy Friday.
0: It is a crazy Friday. I mean, not in Craig's world because it seems like, you know, he's... This
1: isn't everything. He's always kicking drug dealers' butts and uh, taking names.
0: Taking names on Fridays. On Fridays. Yeah. Don't fuck with him on a Friday. So that is the AKA. So you like butt on Friday, but I'm still... Uh Friday night gas is still that that one's got me.
1: Uh, Friday night gas is good. I might be Butt on Friday. Yeah. Butt on Friday is my absolute favorite for sure, but I do like Another Friday in Trouble. In Trouble. Like that, is, that is so like corny a little bit. So much I like so. <laughs> but Butt on Friday is too good. Thank you Spain. Thank you Spain. Booty on. I mean, I wish it was booty on Friday.
0: Boot boot bo- booty on Friday. Booty on
1: Friday. <laughs>
0: so next friday has been our third and final friday movie thus far thus far. Okay. thus far so this is the very first time in lights camera cocktail history that we have done a complete trilogy of a movie
1: <gasps> oh my god um ah, we gotta celebrate
0: Oh my god, let's let's drink to it. Cheers.
1: Ch- uh, cheers. Aw, cool. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Jason, wherever you are, we did it. <laughs> Jason,
0: I know I should have called him for this episode. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> you should have been a part of it.
1: I wish we could actually call him right now. Be like, surprise, this is a call-in show, but we call you. <laughs> we just wanted to let you know that we just finished a sequel. Okay, bye. <laughs> do you want me to do it? I mean, we can't. We don't have to make it long. Just like make it short. Make it really short. It'd be funny.
0: All right, you guys. He should be up and awake. If he's if he's sleep, he won't answer. We're calling Jason, you guys. Our first call in.
1: This is our first. call This is a call in from the show, but we call you.
0: Hello. Hello. Welcome to a new episode of Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I can't, uh, I can't hear you, hold on. Okay. Ooh, he's somewhere, he's somewhere. Ooh.
1: Can you can you call
0: call my... I can hey. hear you now.
1: Alright, what's happening?
0: Welcome to an episode of Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. We are, you are our first call-in person.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited right now.
0: <laughs> you are live. What's
1: Jason, happening? I don't know if you can hear me, he probably can't hear me. I,
0: I unplugged it so he can hear you. Can you hear
1: I can hear Lenny just slightly. Oh, I love you. I love you.
0: So we are uh, calling you to let you know that we are, as we speak, doing the next Friday episode. So we have finished all three of the Friday movies. We hit the trilogy.
2: Oh, my God. You guys are doing Baby Joker right now? Baby Joker. Yeah, Baby Joker. (laughs) That's fucked up, eh? That's wrong, isn't it? That's wrong. He did nothing to you. He <laughs> did nothing to you.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna do you like American me. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we are doing it today, and we are drinking the Pinkies, uh margarita, which oh, shit. which is the strawberry margarita with weed syrup in it. So we feeling real good today.
2: I love
0: that.
1: I love that. Wait, Pinky's got a margarita. He 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 drinks he drinks that yak though. He does
0: drink that yak though, but we I literally just, just drank yak.
1: We really did. Come on, baby, and get it together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we're high and drunk, and we wanted to call you to let Hi. you know that we did something brand new on this show. We finished a trilogy. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, Oh my god, I'm jealous. I, I had one beer so far, and it's my apple beer, so it's light. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might take an edible shit, I don't know. <laughs>
0: in honor of Friday. We love you,
1: we, we, love you. To we have hey. to get
0: back to the show. I love you, I miss you both,
2: I have a great show. Uh, I wish <laughs> I had a movie quote just in my pocket right
0: now, but I don't. You're my brother's boy! <laughs> <laughs> Call me Elroy <laughs> Cause we i on the king of Roger Chocomonga. <laughs> Chocomonga. <laughs>
2: Alright, so I love you. I will see you soon. Alright.
0: Bye, I love you. Love
1: you. Bye, Lenny.
0: That was fun. <laughs> Oh, that was so much fun. I love that we just did that. <laughs> that was a new uh, thing we've never done before, but we definitely called we're... someone live.
1: <laughs> yes. uh, we're drunk dialing. This is... <laughs> Are you kidding? Be careful to be...
0: when you take your weed uh, syrup, y'all, because you going to make some calls. Hopefully yes. it's someone you love and that's not mad at you. You know, We called Jason, so that was good. No. But if I called that's an ex true. or something...
1: <laughs> no, we don't do that. We call and call fun people.
0: Yeah, or else you're going to have Baby D at your house.
1: You don't know Baby D. You don't know
2: that's why you're looking at me, because you don't know Baby D.
1: You don't know Baby D. That's why you you're looking at me, because a... you, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. You got her on a little girl named Baby D. Because <laughs> you don't know. Because <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> uh, we should definitely start talking about those two.
0: She be snoring when she... Would she be away, she just ah. <sighs> sells drugs, do nails, and hair out of the same house. Or babysits and do hair out of the same house. Cops don't know when to kick
1: the dough in. <laughs> she always has those the, the secrets on those streets.
2: This fat bitch know about all the new snacks before they even hit the street. All the bootleg snacks. The year 2000 snacks. Yeah, well, tell me the other day, Tell me, cupcake, uh, okay, got a new trinket coming out next month. Uh, it's a bad motherfucker. Uh, when you bite into a cream fill and shoot all of your mouth. Glitter. It's
0: filled with glitter. <laughs> it's cream in your mouth. When you bite it, there's glitter. <laughs> that old scene, it just, that's the scene I think of in this movie because it just makes me laugh so
1: it's... hard. Oh, good. That scene is the best.
0: We can go ahead and talk about Mike Epps. This is not our first Mike Epps movie. He has been no. in numerous ones. He's been in one of our earliest movies. He does a cameo in Girls Trip. Uh, yeah, he
1: does. He sells uh, Tiffany Haddish, the, the blue, absinthe, blue elixir, yeah.
0: the absence. Yeah, he's like, you going to be a, a <laughs> mental patient with a fat ass. Like, he's, <laughs> he's hilarious. He's uh, hilarious. We just talked about him in Dolomite. We Uh, we talked about him in Friday After Next. I feel like we've talked about him as other things, too. He's been in other things other than that on our show, I'm sure, because he he pops up all the time.
1: All the time. I mean, he's, he's got such a stunning career for sure.
0: He's a very funny man. And this is when the world got to be introduced to Mike Epps. This This is the first time I saw him But he was a stand up comedian Leading up to this
1: Yeah this was just like the biggest Role for him in film
0: Yeah Ice Cube said that he casted Him along with a lot of the other Cast members because He was a unknown And he Mm -hmm. felt like roles always get Lost when you know you have Brad Pitt or Robert De Niro Playing these roles it's like look at Brad Pitt Look at Tom Cruise But when you don't know the motherfuckers you know, they become the characters to the point that for years, I personally called Mike Epps Day-Day. I still call him Day-Day sometimes because yeah, that's Yeah, it's
1: true. It's him. He's It's an iconic role. It was a really big character that just like propelled him to just start being seen for sure. Yeah. He's Day-Day. He is Day-Day.
0: He is Day-Day. And for sure. he found his niche with Ice Cube because we have... The two Fridays out of them, plus all about the Benjamins that came out of 2002. I fucking love that movie. I love
1: that movie.
0: I love that movie.
1: He was in Roll Bounce.
0: He was in Roll Bounce, which I do feel like we will definitely do one day. Yeah, we gotta do. love that movie.
1: For sure. I love that movie. He's, he just pops up in everything. I'm looking at his look, looking at his whole repertoire. He just has such a range too. Like he could he he can do serious roles, but he's mainly a comedian.
0: I mean, before this, he had some big parts. Especially, he had one episode in The Sopranos. Yes. Um, after following I- this movie, like okay, he did like a big black. Movies like he just went to black movies Obviously before he yeah. can cross over Into doing like mainstream stuff So after this he did Three Strikes Which <laughs> came out in 2000 as well Hilarious mm-hmm. Bait with Jamie Fox in 2000 He also popped up in Dr. Dolittle 2 Yeah That's right he was the pimp in How High So yeah we did talk about him in How High In 2001 yeah. 2002 he went to All About the Benjamins And then he did Friday After Next malibu's most wanted he was in the resident evils he was in the resident (gasps) evils
1: Evils. he was wait oh my god and that's when he
0: started to do the crossover he was in uh yeah then he showed up in like guess who the bernie mack and ashton kutcher movie which is fucking hilarious he plays like a family member he did an episode on boondocks you know that's our fucking show dude i
1: love boondocks
0: A movie, talk to me, which we should probably do for Black History. That's also a real movie, uh, based on a true story with uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah.
1: Do you
0: remember that movie? Yeah,
1: that's a good one. I'm writing it
0: down. Well, he was in that, especially Taraji's in that one too. Remember,
1: he was in Soul Man.
0: He was in Soul Man. He's in Uh, one of me and Jason's favorite movies, Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins. Just fucking hilarious. (laughs)
1: Oh my God, I forgot about that movie.
0: He does do a little blimp in a movie that with my boo, my boo, 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 boo. He does a little uh, uncredited cameo at the very end of Hancock when he's trying to rob some shit and Hancock shows up. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he was a soul man. And then he did like the ultimate white person crossover. He plays Black Doug in The Hangover. So we talked about him again in that one. Like I said, trying. he has been on this show numerous, this times. Show
1: numerous times. Probably the
0: most, because now that I think about it, it's a lot. He just yeah. shows up places. He's in Jumping the Broom, which I would love to do one time. And he is in Whitney Houston's last movie, Sparkle. He's in that. Oh. And that movie we should definitely do because he is we have to do No. Something. He is not Day Day. In all the things not that enough. we've talked about, he's very funny and goofy. Mm-hmm. But in Sparkle, it's he is sparkle. a mean-ass dick. Like, the only time where I was like, ugh, what the hell, my caps?
1: Yeah, he can, he, again, he can do, like, a really good role. Like, a devious character or, a, like, a really cool, chill guy kind of character really well. He has a good range.
0: He does. Yeah, so that's a, one. He's in Fifty Shades of Black, which is a funny movie. We talked about him briefly because he had his own Uncle Buck's TV show.
1: That's right. We did.
0: A movie of his I haven't seen, but I've been wanting to see that he is in. He's in the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Have you heard of this movie?
1: I have heard of this movie, and we talked about seeing this, wanting to watch this movie because it looks amazing. I really want. I haven't watched it yet either. My friend Jeff saw it, and he highly recommended it for sure. I mean, it's it's supposed to be fantastic.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to see that one. It's a cute, uh cool independent film.
1: You have to see him. Have you seen uh, Troop Zero yet? I. Have not, but I do want to. Viola Davis. Oh my God. You have to. He's in that as well, and he's so funny. You have to watch this movie.
0: That's an Amazon movie, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's on Amazon. Oh my God. Uh, What's Allison Janning's in it, too?
0: I am down. Love her. It is
1: so cute.
0: The last thing that I've seen him in was Black AF. He plays like Uncle Ray, he plays one of the like Uncles. When they throw like a black barbecue at the house. Wait, who is he? He plays Uncle Ray. It's an episode where they throw like Juneteenth.
1: Oh, teeth Yeah.
0: Barbecue.
1: I remember now. So that's the oh, last God, that's thing so that
0: um knew that I have seen him on. But we will definitely Thanks. have him on the show again. We've had him on the show more than almost anybody. Yeah.
1: He's solid. We love you. We love you, Mike Apps. Oh, wait. Can I give you a little bit of fun fact about Mike Apps? Oh, yes. I thought we were done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get no, I'm so sorry. Um, I have this really cute one. So this was this was such a big thing for him to be in this film. It was his first really big role. So he got a little extra money coming in. You, the first thing he bought with his check was he bought a washer and dryer for his mother at Macy's.
0: Ooh, a brand new one.
1: A brand new washer and dryer. How sweet is that? He had it <laughs> delivered and hooked
0: up, too. And
1: everything.
0: <laughs> That's what's Just up. For,
1: I know. How sweet is that?
0: That's what you got to do. You know, his mama spent a lot of money on him just being his, you know, a child. And then, you mm-hmm. know, fanning the flame of his art of comedy. And she probably showed up to his shit. and
1: All the time. You know, probably she told, told him to
0: stop cussing so much. She, well, you cost, cuss too much. You know, and like any good mama would do. Yeah. any good black mama and he was like mama what you need oh baby (laughs) I don't need nothing but maybe a new washer and dryer and he's like done I'll make it rain on which one whatever model you want mama I got you that would would definitely be me I'd be like mama which one you want you want the one that's like plated in gold I'm gonna get you a gold plated one exactly oh yeah
1: he's such a good son I thought it was such a sweet little little tidbit
0: I did watch his audition tape.
1: Did you see that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, because he was there's a, so
0: much amazing. emotion
1: and like cool behind that audition tape. And Ice Cube and him were just having a ball together.
0: You could see in the audition that not only is he laughing and Cube laughing, but you see the casting director and, and director, whoever else is in the room, they're all mm-hmm. laughing. And, and you can see Mike Epps, super young. And he's like, you know, you can see that he's like really excited that he's doing this and he's making the people laugh. And also like, I fucking got this. I got this job. I'm making them laugh like I got this job. Exactly. And it's one of the best audition tapes I've ever seen, especially for a comedy. It was just hilarious. Just it was basically what we see in the movie was his audition tape. Like he brought it just like that.
1: It was Mm -hmm. amazing. He did. And what's crazy is that uh, he was saying that he had just come from a friend's funeral. Mm. When he was going into that audition, he changed out of the suit in the car and everything. He, like, had a little Hennessy in his, his coat pocket. He just took a shot of it really quick, got his pants on, and then went up and did that. He said he just had to make him laugh to live. It was such an incredible... Uh,
0: interview that he was giving when he was talking about it. His homie was there. His homie was there, guys. Yeah, the I definitely oh, believe yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. So Mike Epps, we love you. Please keep definitely. making comedies. If you haven't watched some of his stand-ups, they're hilarious. They're so good. He's he is just very funny. Yeah, he has such a gift. Um he could just read the phone book and make us laugh. Like it's just that's just how he <laughs> is. He's hilarious. <laughs> We have had him on this show numerous times and we will definitely have him on here again. So, all right. So are you ready to talk about the real star of this movie? (gasps) Yeah. So let's talk about Uncle A.L. Roy's purple house.
1: Yes, yes. I was so hoping that you were going to do this. You know I'm going to do it. It's such a beautiful house.
0: (laughs) Well, how come every movie that we do has like a house or a building that's like attached to it that I have to You do have this to soon. talk
1: about. Yeah. So Oh my um, God. Give me the star of the show. I love it.
0: There are people still living in this house, so I will not give you the exact address because I don't want mm-hmm. you driving around there and being like, I heard this on Last Camera Cocktail. And they come looking for me. No. So this house is on Harwick Place in Santa Clarita, California. So it Ooh. is not in uh, Rancho Cucamonga is in Santa Clarita so this uh-huh. condo was built in 1997 and I believe that was the first time that it's ever been bought or sold so the people who they who have lived there are still living there it is over 3,800 square feet it has five bedrooms and four bathrooms and it is one of the highest houses in the neighborhood Going up for sale for obvious reasons of being featured in next Friday. It is no longer purple, y'all. It is like a like a beige-y white color, uh, you know, like a regular, born suburb color. So it's not purple anymore. Um, which I would have kept because purple is one of my favorite colors. <laughs> yeah, it
1: looked so good against the green. That it was looked so ghetto,
0: but I fucking loved it. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so this house is. You could buy it if the owners would like to sell it. It would be over a million dollars for this house. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice house.
0: It is a nice house. Five bedrooms, four baths. But it is 68 miles away from Rancho Cucamonga. It is not close. So, like I said, Rancho Cucamonga is about 20 miles away from where I am at Right now, little give mm-hmm. or take, and Santa Clarita is more northern, as in it's northern of of Cal- of Los Angeles. Uh, it is where, if you've ever been out here to Magic Mountain, Six Flags Magic Mountain, it is in Ooh. Santa Clarita area. And Santa Clarita is where the Santa Clarita Diet TV show, I know
1: <laughs> that's what I you Moore is, is
0: mm-hmm. uh, located. So it's about an hour and a half hour in like 45 minutes away from where I'm at right now but they are not close in the slightest they're 68 miles away from where they filmed and where they said that they were at.
1: Have the same style terrain I guess so it's It does
0: it really does so I mean I didn't know that until I looked it up I was like that wasn't mm-hmm. you Tell me you weren't in Rancho Cucamonga. I've been to Rancho Cucamonga like I said it's not far I've been to trap weeks no, there and shit so like I've been there but I always thought that Friday was filmed there, and it was not. Some of it was, I believe. Pinkies was filmed there, and Pinkies is located in Ratchukamanga. The building, anyway. So yeah, that's a little bit of fun fact about the star of the movie, the house.
1: The house. I love the star of the show. Mm Not gonna lie, it's always amazing. I really wish they would have kept it purple. That really was. Yeah. But what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah, you can Google Earth it, which I did, and you can see. The Joker's house is. is
1: uh, Ho Kim's
0: house? Ho Kim's house is exactly next door, the way that is. And her flowers? Her flowers are a lot bigger now. Like they would have to walk (laughs) around. They couldn't jump over it from when I saw the picture. Yeah, so that is uh, the house.
1: Wonderful. (laughs) Ranchakukamanga.
0: (laughs) Ranchakukamanga. All right. Oh my God. There is supposed to be a last Friday. That is supposed to come out. I have previously talked about what I would do with this last Friday, especially with one of the key characters missing from Ooh. this movie, which would be John Witherspoon. Mr. Yes. Jones, the Pops. Pops.
1: Unfortunately, he's not going to
0: be in it. He's not going to be in it. But what's happening is, is that Ice Cube is fighting with Warner Brothers on getting our last Friday made. Apparently, they don't think that it would make money. That people want to see it. It's been so long since the last one, but the reason why we really don't know why they don't want to release it. But they own apparently the rights to the movie, the rights. even though Ice Cube is the one who writes all of the movies
1: and stars yeah. in the
0: movies. He it's his work. It's, it's his, his work. So he, as recent as the week as this week as we are recording this he has gone out to the fans he -hmm. wants us to come through and to just tell them that we want another one which we do we do want another one and we've lost two big characters in the whole arc we've lost pops and we've lost debo but like we still want to be able to like do this movie it's really great and you can write it however you want. Cube, let me help you. I think that we should go for John Witherspoon's funeral, and everybody comes back. Pay Chris Tucker what he wants to do a cameo to come back as a born-again Christian. Uh,
1: yeah. So, And what's terrible is that he's been wanting to make this for uh, like four years now. He has been, been trying to get, and they've just kept on benching it and benching it, and finally he's like, they're never going to make this movie, people. We need to get, everyone needs to contact them and be like, this Got is fruits. what we want to see. It's un—it's so disgusting how they're holding on to it.
0: Yeah, he was like, "Well, if you don't want to make it, that's fine. Give it to me, and I will Give it make to me it.
1: And we can make so- somebody will make it. No, they don't want to lose that on money.
0: Well, then make the goddamn movie. I don't
1: know what I mean, to exactly- tell you. I exactly right. You- it doesn't you make guys any will-
0: sense. People will make Paul Mall Block whatever. Two, three, but I can't get another fucking Friday when this thing has been going on since like 1995 and we've all like loved and quoted. We quoted all the time. All people the say time. bye Felicia to people all the time when you just uh, want someone to leave you alone. Bye Felicia, just go. <laughs>
1: Felicia, go away. <laughs> go away.
0: I'm going to remember bye, that. Write it down, take a picture. I don't give a fuck.
1: It's, I don't get it. I really honestly don't get what they're waiting for. I don't get it. and. It's getting the artist frustrated about it, too.
0: Yeah. So I say but, if you are a Friday fan, tweet them. Tweet Warner Brothers and say, where the fuck's my Friday?
1: Apparently, he threw a huge kind of cast party pre, pre-filming whatever because uh, Tamala Jones was talking about it. She's like... I thought they already did it. Didn't they already do it? And he's like, no, no, they haven't even done it. He's ready. And she's like, oh, well, I saw a p- bunch of pictures with everyone together and I was not invited.
0: And I was like, no. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that's a little uh, unfun fact. So if you love this movie, uh, r- make a video about it. Talk about it on your podcast. Do whatever you got to do. But we should definitely have this last Friday. Just let us close the story out
1: exactly and this is something that's uh becoming apparent now and everyone has such a voice with social media and it's kind of beautiful how we're all able to share information and make change so you know this is just one small thing obviously but it's an important thing yeah get 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 our art made man because it needs to happen and it's just it's bullshit that they're holding on to the rights and not giving it back to the true artist and writer of these amazing films It's just
0: bullshit. Always taking the art from the black man. That is what is the story of our fucking lives. I know. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Um, Let's just give him a nod. John Witherspoon, one of the greatest, funniest black dads on TV and movies. He was a stand-up comedian. He worked with the best of the best. And he found his niche in the 90s through the 2000s through, you know, the 20s. Not the 20s, but the teens. And Mm -hmm. uh, he just played that outrageous black daddy that we all know and love until he passed Mm -hmm. away. Um, He did pass away in 2019. And that is the Mm -hmm. reason why we did not go in order of the Fridays. Yeah, November
1: 2019. That's right.
0: That's exactly why we didn't go in order of the Fridays. Is because he died right before Christmas. So we decided in honor of him to do Friday After Next. So now we are completed them. We've completed them. He is just an amazing guy. He will definitely be missed. I'm sad that he wouldn't be in the the fourth one. If yeah. he said he didn't want to make it because John Witherspoon wasn't in it, I would understand. That's how much I yeah. I love him. If he was like, "Look, there's no reason to do it," John Witherspoon, and I hear, it, then I'd be like, "I feel yeah.
1: you." because he's such a big part of the film. It's gonna be a. It's gonna feel like an absence for sure.
0: It definitely. Hopefully, you know. That's why I say honor him with the funeral.
1: Yeah, that would be good. That would be really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about.
0: Uh, we yes. can talk about Don Curry because he I really don't have fun facts. I just want to just talk about how awesome he is. Yeah, let's do
1: it. I love Don Curry. He's cute as fuck.
0: Okay, so we're going <laughs> to talk about Don Curry, aka DC. He is a comedian and he plays Uncle Elroy.
1: Elroy.
0: Which he is just so funny. Um, he is still with us, so he can always be in another Friday because he was in Friday after next. Yeah. You know, owning brub, 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 brub's barbecue. So good, make you want to slap your mama. He's like, mama, <laughs> she's like, what you want, will it? He slaps her. So, like, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. But he's known mainly for being a comedic. I have seen his stand up on t- on TV before. Mm -hmm. He's been at this game forever But this is probably like his biggest role That he probably has known the best for For playing Uncle Al Roy Mm In Two of the Fridays Um, He's been in quite a few Of the Black Jesus You ever watch
1: Black Mm. Jesus? No I've never watched Black Jesus
0: You never watched Black Jesus?
1: I did not
0: John Witherspoon is on there too There's a lot of fucking really. Yeah there's a lot of black uh, Comedians that have Shown up on there. Even Charlie Murphy has been on there.
1: Nice.
0: But yeah, he he's done that, which I fucking love that show. You should definitely watch it. I think it's Comedy Central. It's hilarious. Let's check it out. Yeah, he's done some work on Boondocks.
1: Yeah, our favorite
0: fucking cartoons.
1: He was the host for Comic View for a really long time on BET.
0: And that's what I was gonna say. That's probably the most thing that i saw him on as being the host of comic view he's hilarious he would do like the the intros and outros in between comics and he just you know what you see is what you get like what you just yeah. see uncle elroy that's like dc's kind of whole like persona that he he pulls he's a very funny man dc there's not really any fun facts that got on the bruh except that he's fucking hilarious and uh He's great. Yeah, he,
1: he kind of keeps it a little bit of a quiet life as well. I think mm-hmm. maybe he, he likes to stay away from the spotlight when he doesn't want to be in the spotlight, which I
0: I admire and respect. Well, can I give you a fun fact?
1: Give me that fun fact.
0: So, John Witherspoon and DC play brothers, right? Mm-hmm. But in real... and. Mike Epps plays DC's oh. son, right? Mm-hmm. In the real world, John Witherspoon's Pops, he is 19 years older than DC, who's supposed to be his brother. Get
1: out of here. Yeah. Wow.
0: And DC is nine years older than Mike Epps, who is supposed to be his son. Yeah. <laughs> That just doesn't work out very well. You want to know why it works? Because black don't crack, bitch.
1: You <laughs> yeah, can't exactly. tell how
0: old none of our motherfuckers is, and it just works. He's only just works. nine years older than him, but nine years. we didn't that's know. You're like, yeah, that's your daddy. That's your daddy. Yeah, that's your daddy. Mm-hmm. That's
1: hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's a little fun fact on that. Dad, I didn't know you had titties. <laughs> <laughs> I know he came out. <laughs> daddy, <laughs> I know you had no titties. This... <laughs> so funny. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So let's talk about yo girl, Baby D. Baby D.
1: <laughs> oh my God. The Lady of Rage.
0: Lady of Rage. Um, did you know who she was before this movie? Or before no. this week? Mm-mm. Okay. So Lady of Rage is a rapper. She started back in the mid-90s. And she ended up being signed with Defro Records. She's yeah. one of the first women signed to Defro Records, and she decided that she was not going to follow the path of previously female rappers like Salt and Peppa and Roxanne. She was said that she didn't feel like she needed to compete with them because her rhymes and their rhymes are so different that she, different. she has to compete with men rappers. So mm-hmm. that is kind of where she f- did her focus and drew her inspiration from was from men rappers. As you can see in this movie, she is a thick lady. She is no little Kim, very petite, small, sex symbol type of rapper. So that didn't really go in her favor. Um, female rappers, there's not, you know, we don't have too many of them scattered between like the 80s and now. It is becoming a lot more these days, especially with more underground rappers. Female rappers that are coming to the scene that, you know, are starting to blossom into being big stars. I mean, look at Megan the Estalia. I mean, she started yeah, oh like gosh. legit underground. No one really knew who she was, and she popped mm-hmm. on the scene, and now she's shaking her ass with fucking cardi b and shit like she up there Nicki yeah, minaj kind of has a
1: cardi b kind of has a similar upset up uh up yeah. to it as well like totally just completely raw pulling herself up and i mean i'm gonna
0: give all female rappers their due because it is a straight up man's world and they will try anything to put us against each other or to put us down to where we can't you know sell out and they're, all fucking, yeah, they're yeah, all fucking no.
1: badass yeah and they're all fucking badass and i really think after reading about lady uh the lady of rage she kind of helped lay that ground to she like did. to to really base it like no we out here i'm just as strong as you and i fucking kill it like her flow and her licks are so fucking good i like went down really oh. hard all day today it was like
0: Everything I wanted. Yeah, one of her biggest songs, and the song that I always think about her when I see her, is Afro Puffs. Afro
1: Puffs. I rock
0: tough and stuff with my Afro Puffs.
2: Hey, rock on!
0: And she sings it with. Yeah, Snoop Dogg does it with Snoop Dogg. It was a song that I used to sing, and my brothers used to sing to me all the time when I was a young girl because I used to rock Afro Puffs all the time super easy and cute and uh so that song always stuck with me but you know she had problems being put first and she always got put behind you know people like Snoop Dogg and Tupac yeah and
1: well that's what when I was reading about how she had to wait to put out her next album until Chronic was done and then uh Doggy Style was done that's when she got to uh, finally get her, uh, I believe it was her second album. But I realized, I had listened to her sing. I just didn't, I never got to own Doggy Style, so when I was listening to it, she's on one of Snoop's songs, and she's and she's so good. And, she's on uh,
0: Doggy Style, she's on The Chronic, she's, yeah. and she's on a lot of things, and as... Being a female artist, they didn't really know how to promote her in the yeah. 90s because it was like either you need to be a sex symbol, like, you know, little Kim, where you could mm-hmm. say all this shit and you're rapping, but we need you to be in lingerie while you do it, which was not her style. She's not like, her style at all. Yeah. And so um, she kind of pushed back from the world of music. And found yourself being in movies like Next Friday and The Steve Harvey Show. Did you ever watch The Steve Harvey Show?
1: I did. I don't, I I wouldn't say I consecutively watched it, but I did watch some episodes of The Steve
0: Harvey Show. I definitely watched The Steve Harvey Show because, you know, black people, we got to watch it. But The Steve Harvey Show went from 97 to 2001. So before doing this movie, she was already on there. Playing a character, she was like a student. Steve Harvey was like a teacher at a high school somewhere. He taught music, and he used to have a bunch of kids that you know. Any sitcom, you got the group yeah. of kids that in the teacher that are always together doing crazy shit, and she was one of the students. So she did get her foothold in that. But other than that, she kind of kept it down. You will see Afro Pups pop up on Above the Rim, which is a movie we have already talked about. But she's on the soundtrack mm-hmm. to that. With her Puffs? She actually hated that song and didn't want it to be put on. As big
1: as it was? Yeah, she
0: didn't want it to be put on the soundtrack for Above the Rim. She kind of begged Suge Knight to not do it. But no one listened to her and she just did it anyway. So, Damn. But apparently she is in one of 2021's big hits, Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: I know. She plays a Lady Panther in there. I really want to see it so bad.
0: Yeah, so award winning.
1: I Uh, know, it's an award winner.
0: She showed up on, you know, an episode of Keenan and Kale. Which classic. Classic match. And so, yeah, so she just popped up. She worked with some of the greats. Uh, She's on soundtracks for Good Things, but she kind of faded. And uh, now I want to see her in... The Black Messiah.
1: I know. I really want to watch that. I really wish. Ugh, but we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know.
0: We didn't know. <laughs> so, yeah. That yeah. is a little bit of your rage.
1: And apparently, she has been asked to come back for last Friday. Baby D. Baby D. I, I, I saw that, that she was rumored to be signed on for the project if it does get made.
0: Well, maybe her and Craig finally get together. That'd be,
1: i like that. Oh, I like that. It's the only one that would smack him around.
0: I, I like that. I think that would be a good, uh, Cube, write, yeah. that <laughs> write that down.
1: Write that down. Uh, it's like in that scene when she's talking to Day-Day and he gives her the cookie.
2: Just like you had in jail, the commissary. Without the rapper, you can get to it
1: quick. Look, I'm gonna die. Oh you a fat-ass saint. And he's like, ooh, look at that. Just like in jail, at the commissary. Right there. It's all out of the package and everything. There you go. He (laughs) puts it down the windshield to her. And what do you want? Let's make a deal. Anything you want. Your cousin Craig, look us up. I, like, love that vibe. He looks and over, like, fuck yeah, I can get out of this just by hooking her up with my No cousin. offense, but she's really cute. She's like, gorgeous. She's actually, I don't care what anybody does.
0: Yeah, she has exactly. this great afros. I mean, in this movie, she has braids, but, like, normally she has, has hair and in, yeah. like, afro-afro puffs, natural hair.
1: She's beautiful. Like... It must. I, I don't even know why I would even hesitate.
0: That girls need love too, Craig. And she's not even. She's just thick though. She's, she's just fat. thick. She's, she's just like thick. a nice thick. I mean, she, her and Sugar are, are thick. They thick bitches. Yeah. Thick, it's thick, just one thick. wears lingerie and the other one wears, you know, black dickies. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Lady of Rage, we love you.
1: We love you. Thank you. I'm gonna and be I... looking
0: for you in the Black Messiah
1: i'm bringing afro puffs back even though apparently she doesn't like that song i'm so sorry but i'm bringing it back I'm like, so i am mean what? i don't know I'm if she hates
0: it, it now but she didn't like i'm gonna it. put it all over
1: tiktok later this week like i want to make a video on tiktok I'm with a, that song a, I'm like, a, with, oh. a,
0: with my afro puff ah, i'll go with your bad sound Yep. so i okay. love her and uh i'm glad that she was in this movie i hope you come back mm-hmm. for last friday bitch
1: yeah i really do too
0: because you're amazing and you're she, thick Let's do a fun fact and we'll move on to Roach.
1: That's what I was thinking too.
0: Okay, so there was supposed to be a famous cameo in this movie, but it ended up not being. So the scene where Pops goes to stop because he got to go to the bathroom and he opens the bathroom and it's the fucking neighbor and he's like yeah i, I gotta move out stanley and he's like what well, stanley what you doing here and he's like yeah i gotta move i'm trying to move out of the ghetto because this is dangerous i'm looking for <laughs> he's so like move out my us. way
2: <laughs> yeah you know, i would go in
0: there for 35 45 minutes yeah he's like and he's spraying he's like who's stanley
2: I, I wouldn't recommend that anybody go in there for at least 35 45 minutes it smelled pretty bad i don't know what happened get but the I'm, fuck what out of my face stanley <laughs>
1: Oh, Lord, Stanley! Woo! ooh, ooh! ooh, ooh. Oh. <laughs> well, she has no room to talk. He Because he did room. it like, to Craig. He did it to Craig in the car. I was like, yeah, you
0: sitting in shit, and you're like, oh, I can't roll the window down. And he's stuck driving <laughs> the fucking hour and a half to Rancho Cougar with your stank ass. Stank Too ass.
1: Too much! Too much! Too much! Oh. Yep. oh, shit! He was really trying to get out of there. And it... He does such a classic dad joke when he says, he's like, Daddy, what's wrong with this window? It doesn't run down. Remind me to fix it. (laughs) Remind me to fix it. What the fuck? And it's such a classic daddy thing to say. Like, yeah, kid, remind me to fix that later. I'd be like, Dad, dad how come
0: you haven't? I would be like, Dad, how come you haven't fixed this window? And he'd be like, well, I don't sit in the passenger side. What do I do? Like, that's what my dad would say. I don't ever sit over there. Like, well, I do, and you smell like shit. Okay, so in that scene... Stanley would have been replaced by no other than the crying man himself, Michael Jordan.
1: (laughs) Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. That would have been so rad and so like, whoa.
0: You would not have (laughs) expected it. And Michael Jordan would have shit up a storm and Pops would have been like, oh, Jordan. Whoosh. And just like freaking spraying. So
1: we could have had that. Damn, what happened? Do you
0: know? I don't know. Probably money.
1: Yeah, that's
0: always the issue.
1: Ice Cube's like, I don't got enough clout for for Michael.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's Ice Cube.
1: I know that's what I honestly that's and what he's I a legend
0: say. by this time. Like by two thousand, yeah. he's like straight up legend. He's been mm-hmm. g- going hard since the mid eighties, and here he is. He's like, I am fucking here. Here he is. Yeah, it's Ice Cube. I don't know. That's a good fun
1: fact.
0: So let's talk about.
2: Man
0: Roach. Our man Roach, our white slave.
2: Hey Craig, this is Roach, my white slave Roach. Be working around the store doing everything I tell him to do. Roach, that's my cousin Craig. He the one beat up Debo.
1: Sup bro.
0: <laughs> he do whatever I tell him to do.
1: He like, do what him to He's do. like,
0: What's up, Craig? <laughs> You're right, he did not put up a he fight. He didn't flinch. No, he didn't
1: even think about it for a second. He was just like, No, that's me. Uh, and he was totally great. Totally yeah. ready for
0: it. So Justin Price. He was a British actor. Well, he was born in London, England, but yeah. he was raised in Brooklyn, I think. He was in New York somewhere.
1: Yeah, he grew up in uh, New York City.
0: He grew up in New York City, and he was just like a regular stupid stoner skateboarder and he would go skate in the park all the goddamn time he even moved out of his house when he was like 15 like fuck y'all i don't want to live here and he dropped out of school and he lived in like a dirty basement with a bunch of his skateboarder friends and they would Mm -hmm. just go out there and be skateboarders he ended up being like a professional skateboarder like and to say that that means he was one of the first because you know yeah because this
1: was ni- really- the 1990s, yeah. yeah. He was featured in a lot of, like, mixtape videos you see a lot. Yeah, all uh, the
0: skateboarder shit.
1: I totally hung out with those dudes that would just, like, put it on in the TV and we'd, like, play video games. Oh, but, like, girl, watch yes. watch the... <laughs> And yeah, I, come on. I was like growing up for sure, and I love that they encouraged him to be that character with skateboarding in the movie. Like, yes. I'm sure it wasn't completely written that way. At some points, like he was just improvising that kind of shit and having fun.
0: I mean, but what else are you gonna do in Ratchet Kukabung? Especially if you don't exactly. drive him, damn self. If you don't drive yourself, you're a skateboarder.
1: Exactly. <laughs> on my
0: um, board, should be in the middle of the street. You broke my board, man. So yeah, he dropped out of school and mm-hmm. he did his shit uh he did get arrested for possession of marijuana and heroin Uh, when he was a young teen yeah and uh eventually when he was 19 he moved back in with his parents and one day while he was skateboarding in washington square park in new york city he was Mm -hmm. discovered
1: yeah he was washington square park baby by larry clark
0: by larry clark and Larry Clark at the time was casting and getting ready for his movie, his terrifying yeah. movie that I can never watch again because it has, I've watched it twice and it has scarred me, but yeah. it's such a great movie that you should probably watch, especially if you're You should a definitely
1: watch it, yeah, you should definitely watch it, but it's, it's up there with Clockwork Orange, I can't watch those movies too often
0: freaked me out as like a teenager he was in kids that came out in 1995 kids. that came Actually, out with a yeah. lot of stars that came out of that fucking movie Yeah, it did. um who were literally like teens <laughs> yeah but he did really good in there his character was also a skateboarder in there he was cool. a trash-talking new yorker who I don't even want to ruin it for you, but that no, movie, you gotta
1: watch it. Rosario Dawson's in it. Rosario
0: Dawson's uh, in it. What's the what's
1: the? Chloe Sevigny. Cine- Cine-
0: yeah, her. Do you say your
1: last name uh-huh.
0: She was in it. She's in she, it when she was really young. It's a good movie, but it's a movie like The Passion of the Christ that you only need to watch once to get the she, whole thing. Okay. I feel like I'm not selling this movie. Watch the movie, you guys. If you're a film yeah, watch the no, movie.
1: <laughs> definitely watch the movie. I totally get not being able to see it too much, but like good films sometimes don't need to be watched over and over again.
0: Yeah, like, you get the point.
1: But you get the point, and it makes a lasting impression on you.
0: After him being in Kids in 1995, he won independent spirit award for his portrayal of casper in there which he like i said he does a really good job he's a good standout and then shortly after that he backed up his skateboard and moved to los angeles which i have to say is a better place to skateboard bitch it never Uh, snows it was a good
1: move (laughs) so Mm -hmm.
0: he, he did a couple films here and there through the years all the way up to 2000 when he did this movie he also was married at this point by the time he did this yeah. movie. Um he got married in
2: nineteen
1: ninety nine. In
0: and, Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. And so about pretty much a month after this movie came out, Justin was found in a Vegas hotel hanging. Um as he completed the suicide. I don't believe there was a note. I didn't really see if there if there was, they didn't, you know, release it or until They the said that they night. found
1: There was two found suicide notes so that they could definitely... Like, it was definitely a suicide Right. So, yeah. But they did not release it. They They chose to keep those completely private for the family.
0: So, we kind of lost a good actor on that. And Roach will not be in last Friday.
1: I know. Along
0: with everyone else. It's such a
1: bummer, too, because I felt like right after this movie, he would have just skyrocketed. For sure.
0: Yeah. Because this was, like... You know, like we've been saying this whole time, this is a great jumping off point. I mean, look Mm -hmm. what it did for Chris Tucker. It made him into Chris Tucker. Yeah. (laughs) Mike Epps. Look what it did for Mike Epps. It brought John Witherspoon more fame. It just, it just, everybody profited and ate off of this meal of the Fridays. And yeah. so unfortunately, um, July 10th, 2000, at the age of 25, Justin completed suicide and... Left us wanting more because he is very talented. You see, his very first raw-ass movie, Kids, he's fucking, he's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So talented.
0: And that whole cast, for the most part, were all raw. Like, none yeah. of them were. They weren't actors. He just picked mm-hmm.
1: kids. <laughs> he just picked kids. And it moved to all their careers. Like, it they did. were noticed and everybody got noticed immediately. Yeah. I will say, don't watch that movie and be like ha- on a date fooling around. I did that once. I, I was on a date. and Oh my god, we that is
0: such a t- dick softener. <laughs> Rest in
1: peace, Roach. Dude, I have a fun fact. Fun- about okay. uh, our good man Roach. Let me hear it. Okay. And this also involves our man Mike Epps. So it's the scene when they were smoking weed in Pinky's like lounge area. I guess that's where they take their breaks or what? Yeah, the break room. <laughs> the break room. And so when Craig pulls out the joint and he's like, oh my God, we can't smoke that in here. It's going to stink up the place. He's like, no nah, man, I've got you. And like he pulls out the vacuum.
2: Stop bullshit. My, blood, my blood. You stop
1: fucking playing so much gonna suck my lip up and that was completely mike epp's idea
2: <laughs> he got all of his lip on his lip
1: <laughs> 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 to like commit to that to do that scene and apparently him and justin were just having like a really fun time just joking around and like having a fit about it i mean it was a really good close-up so it was mainly just mike, mike epps, epps on the screen, yeah. but oh god
0: i mean i think that it's just great they're back and forth they were just hilarious together and they seemed like they were There's... really high just like sitting there talking like i would hang out with them like look at these high-ass bitch pass that shit either
1: be smoking or be passing man <laughs> not bad.
0: like he's all pissed he's fucking up the rotation you're lucky my boy
1: <laughs> you're lucky
0: I know that's the first one. I'm gonna. I'm quoting all three, you guys. I, don't I know, know you have
1: been. but I love that scene. I love that that, and then it leads to them having the fun time on the couch or whatever. Like apparently, that was just all like a lot of it was written, but most of it was improv too. Just like their reaction. I can see that they they played off each other. It was really cool. He's like, "Yeah, sell your car." And he's like, "What? Sell your mama's <laughs> car? <laughs> sell your mama's car?" <laughs> What is that? Uh, don't you worry about this. This is black problems. This is black problems. You problem. don't know anything about
0: this. This is why you shouldn't be hanging out with us, Roach. We live <laughs> yeah. raw.
2: better quit hanging around black people. You see how we live? We live raw. We live rough. I'm telling
0: you. We live rough. <laughs> That's my shit. That's my shit. I've said that to many of white friends anytime. Yeah. Check us out. You don't want to hang out with us. We live raw. We live rough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I think I remember you shouting that to me once thinking, when we were walking down the street. Like I said,
0: I've yelled it at many of my <laughs> white friends because yeah. I think it's funny. It's
1: funny.
0: Okay, so since we're talking about that scene, I got a question for you. Ask. We're going to do a quick, what quick. is your techniques of minimizing the smell of marijuana when you're smoking somewhere and you shouldn't be smoking?
1: Ooh. I love it. Now, Roach Um, comes up
0: with the idea with the shock vac and sucking up the weed, which I don't, the smoke, which I don't think would work, only because there's no no filter in there. I mean, it is a shock vac, so there is a filter, but I think it's still going to smell like weed, and I don't think it's going to work.
1: It's still going to smell like weed. My go-to is the toilet paper technique with the dryer sheets.
0: Yep. You feel the toilet paper... Roll with dryer sheets. And then at the mm-hmm. very end of one end, you're going to rubber band a dryer sheet to it. And you're going to mm-hmm. smoke your weed. And you're going to blow out the smoke through it so that it smells like freshly folded linen.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It does work. It has a hint of it works. the weed smell. But for the most part, it works.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also do, personally, I will do, if I'm desperate, I will do a Jamaican sauna
1: oh nice that would
0: work which is where you turn the shower on where it's super hot and it fills up with steam and then you smoke i tried to blow it out of a window either way just because you should always blow it out the window that'll help yeah put
1: it in Uh, that direction for sure for sure hands down
0: but by doing a jamaican sauna as we call it it the air fills up with water particles. So when mm-hmm. the smoke, the weed smoke is flying through the air, it gets pushed down to the floor um, instead of going up. So it'll stop if you have a smoke detector or if you don't want it to go out of the room. It does help. And I would say spray, still spray a little bit of Febreze in there before you walk.
1: Always. <laughs> always. I have done once in a bar. uh Someone told me to take a hit in the bar, and I was like, oh, no, I can't. It wasn't even a vape. It was an actual bowl. And they are like, no, no, take a hit, take a hit. And I was like, fuck it. And so I did it, and then I shoved uh, my or- lemon wedge into my mouth and blew out of it.
2: Ooh. And
1: the the skin of the citrus, the oils, it heats up a little bit, and it'll blow out, and it smells a little citrusy. Ooh. You'll still get, like, kind of a little hint, but it gets it's it's better.
0: Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Heard, that's an old bartender's trick.
0: I like that one. Yeah. So yeah, we got some uh, couple techniques for you. Otherwise, I say go smoke outside, motherfuckers. If you go yeah, smoke, no. be respectful because your mama or whoever you live with or whoever owns your house—if it's not you—they don't want your weed smoke. But weed smoke does definitely disappear way quicker it than cigarette yeah, absolutely. smoke. So I will always do the put the towel at the door. Turn the fan on, light some candles, pre, I, I stress this, pre febreeze the room before you start smoking, so that when you start smoking, the freeze is already in the air trying to capsulate the stanky-ass weed.
1: I love that. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. And blow it out of a window. If you have a screen yes. on the window, I know it's gross, but put your lips on the screen so you can make sure it goes out. Goes
1: out that window.
0: But these are little fun facts on weed smoking if you are a pothead like us. And uh, I know it's winter time in other places of the world, not in California or Florida <laughs> where we no. are located. So those are yeah. little weed fun facts for my potheads.
1: Woo-hoo. I love it.
0: Okay, so we can talk about the Jokers. I really yes. don't have much on the Jokers. There is one Joker, Jacob, who... We will definitely have on the show again. He yes. is Joker, not baby or little. He is the Joker. He is the Joker. He's the lead. He's the oldest brother. He
1: is the He's Aztec fine. warrior. Yes. I, love you. I am an Aztec warrior. I am an Aztec warrior. Ah! <laughs> yep, that's him. He
0: is hilarious. I yeah. personally remember him from playing Selena's know. brother. Yeah. In the movie, not the TV hey, show, the of... The
1: movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I was just thinking about that iconic scene when she asks the dress off the mannequin. She's like, that's an $800 dress. She's like, get the dress off the mannequin, please. And oh, her she's pretty the pretty woman
0: scene? She's like, and then she's signing
1: all her. It. We're not going to take the dress. I was just thinking about that.
0: He has been in a lot of movies. Probably his first notable one, at least in my eyes, would be American Meat. Um, he showed up on an episode of Full House. He's in My Family or Me Familia. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that movie? Everybody and their like, mama's in that fucking movie. From like J-Lo to Edward James Olmos it's like in that movie. Um, but he shows up in like a Shorty and he shows up in a lot of things. But not until 97 is when he hits it big with playing, like we said, R.B. A.B. and uh, Selena. And he's also mm-hmm. Ramon. In Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, that also came out in 1997.
1: Oh my god, that's him!
0: That's him, Ramon. Ah, Ramon. He's like, Tell oh him. my god, when they ha- like have fake sex, so that everybody yes. in the office thinks they have sex. He said, like, Tell yes. him I have like a big package. Like
1: That is him. Oh my god, Ramon. Love oh, I him. love
0: that. I really love
1: that movie. Then, yeah, but that.
0: Yes, definitely. I'm writing it
1: down.
0: Yep, and like we said in 2000, he did next Friday. But also in 2000 is when he like really did some serious shit, uh, starring in a Steven Spielberg movie, Traffic. Oh yeah, that came out the same year in 2000 with like every major fucking big ass star in that movie. Um,
1: yeah, that was such a great cast.
0: He did a fana- oh, fantastic job.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, he also shows up as a voice character in Dr. Doolittle 2 next to Stephen Carr, who yep. directed that movie. Mm-hmm. And he's just like pops up all over the place. I love He was in
1: that Jarhead movie, uh, Sam Mendes with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. He's in Jarhead <gasps> that came <gasps> out in
0: 2005. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Such a great great
0: character also in flight of the phoenix in 2004 this guy shows mm-hmm. up all over the place he's in the hills have ice too he also pops up in are we done yet so
1: are we done yet Damn. another car in
0: ice Cube. so he he keeps it uh he's in the
1: family
0: keeps it in the family he's in devil have you ever seen that that one uh about the people in the elevator Ooh, it's a really great fucking it's a really great it's a horror movie it's called devil Came out in Ooh. one of this two thousand and ten. A group of people are trapped in an elevator, and the devil is mysteriously among them. So, <gasps> like the lights flash, and somebody dies. So they don't know who the devil really is. It's a really good one. It's a good one. It's one of my October movies I've watched.
1: Okay, you'll
0: like that one. He's in that as I well. I
1: like it. Yeah, cool.
0: Devil, yes. Yeah, so devil. He shows up all over the place. He's constantly working and. Him along with his movie brothers, the other two Jokers, have showed up on *Son of Anarchy* as motorcycle crew themselves. Mm -hmm. I believe some of them might be named Joker. At least one of them might be named Joker on the little, yeah. But all three of them are in it. I don't think I did not finish all of *Son of Anarchy*. I already watched like the first season and a half.
1: Well, they're in different chapters. They don't play brothers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're all t- they're all in it together. Ugh, I loved Sons of Anarchy for a minute.
0: But he does a lot of voiceover work. But he is in the Netflix original, uh, Mr. Ignacio. But it's a TV think- show that's on Netflix. It's like a a, f- a funny like family TV show. Look at this. And so like he is like yeah. a teacher. And I believe like Jacob is like. Yeah, he's the teacher. He's not the person. He's another teacher in the school. And he's like the lead character's like best friend. And they like go out for like margaritas on Tuesdays or whatever day. Like it's it's cute. I, it's on like <laughs> his second season. I've only watched like maybe half of the first season. But it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But that's like his big thing. He's on like 22 episodes of that.
1: Nice. I had to check it out.
0: Yeah. Mr. Iglesias. Yeah, Mr. Iglesias. And he does, you know, his shit. He pops up. He's a great actor. I love him. And
1: he, he was in that epi- he was not one of the episodes of the Electric Dreams. It's a uh, sci-fi Philip K. Dick. Ooh. Yeah, he was in the real life uh, episode. I love those. If you haven't watched them and you really like sci-fi, like twisted mystery, it's like a uh, Black Mirror but more twisted. Nice. Yeah.
0: I love Black Mirror. I
1: love Black Mirror as
0: well. Well, Jacob was born in Mexico. But he moved to California when he was one. So you were California, bruh. Yeah, he's <laughs>
1: California.
0: He's a Californian and he has two kids. So he is a family man still doing his thing. We will definitely talk about him again. Love him. Uh, yeah. So the other thank Jokers, you thank, thank you for your work. The other two Joker brothers, they were awesome. They were funny. They really did all feel like a three brothers little crew. And I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, I got a, I got a fun fact. Fun fact. (laughs) So the Joker's Cadillac that they you know they be pulling up at the house, they go in the truck, they get all the shit, you know, the money and stuff. Mm -hmm. That car was owned at the time by Ice Cube's bodyguard.
1: Get out. So he let him borrow the.
0: He (laughs) let him borrow the car. It was probably there anyway, and yeah, true. That at least proves that Ice Cube pays his bodyguard pretty good.
1: You got, a, ba- you got yeah. a Cadillac. Got a cute ass Cadillac. Yeah, it was a nice caddy. <laughs> with hydraulics.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Okay, so is there anybody else on the list you want to talk about?
1: I wanted to mention Amy Hill. All
0: right, let's talk about Hokeem.
1: Hokeem, motherfucker. She's a really rad lady. She's a stand up comedian. Sure. Uh, she did work with Margaret Cho. She shows up in everything. I swear to you, if you've seen it, she's done it. Like, and it's she's a voice in uh Lilo and Stitch she's a voice actress as well she's that's so raven she makes a uh, cameo as Mama Tohu in uh that's so raven she's a crazy ex girlfriend she so she shows up in 51st date i truly love her every single time she has this wonderful presence and she kills it in this movie she like she nails does. it so hard she is that perfect neighbor that you want that's just like monitoring everything that's happening and craig's down he's like oh yeah i want to shut a bully down or a drug dealer let's do it
0: yeah she was in on it she was like let's go yeah when they went to go storm the Joker, Mm -hmm. she's like i'm down she even i'm down stepped on uncle uh uh, arrow is back jefferson style
1: Well, that's what's crazy, too, and really sad, is that she even, like, Carla alludes to the fact that her brother, she tried to escape her brothers with her mother right right but they ended up following so this that's what i'm thinking of is that this is the house that her carla's mother was like we're getting away from your brothers this is the house we're gonna stay in but then they like pop up and like cause her to freak out and go into a home that's like so sad
0: that's literally what happened
1: so yeah mrs ho kim is gonna be like no if they took my friend they probably were chilling they probably
0: were chilling It's funny because I was recently just thinking about her because she pops up on an episode of Arrested Development when the mom goes to jail and she becomes Uh like the head of like the Asian lady gang. Yes. It made me laugh because I saw her and I was like, God, anytime they need an older Asian lady, that's her. Like she got her niche. She ain't got really anybody to compete with. Like if she's funny.
1: She's funny. She has great timing. She she's great timing. She's she's so she pops in Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I mean, you're talking. She's in Frasier, like way back when Jackie Chan Adventures. She was Ooh. in that for quite some time. Oh wow! Yeah.
0: Well, she is kind of amazing. She got her start in her career in the theater. Oh, she was working with the famed Asian American Theater Company in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And she continued teaching and directing artists, community members, all through San Francisco. So uh, I kind of love her because that's our city.
1: That's our city. She does performance pieces all over the city. She
0: does, yeah. She's
1: She has a really huge reputation.
0: God, I wish we would have seen her.
1: I know. I, w- I did uh, get to talk and meet with Margaret Cho down in Los Angeles when I was living feet down there.
0: Oh, my God. In 2004, she... Was nominated for a Razzie uh, um, for her part in Cat in the Hat. I totally forgot. She's the babysitter. She's just asleep. That's her. Yeah. She's all over the place. She's popped up. She's amazing. We'll definitely talk about her again. We love you, Miss yeah. Ho. Yeah. Ho Kim, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Got to go, Miss Ho. <laughs> I know, damn it, Day Day. I know, that's why she won't give you no See dab. You later,
1: Craig. I love she always See you later, Craig. Yep.
0: See you later, Craig. And Craig's like, Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> Bye. And she's like, Bye. <laughs> she don't care about Day Day. Even though fucking Uncle Elroy he gave her a stack of money to like step on her his back, he's like, All right, Melzo. She's like, Bye, Day Day. Like, she don't Bye. give two shits. Just breeze past that. She don't like him. Nope. She just sorry, smokes you know. his weed from time to time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I bet. <laughs> like, oh you be there." Yes, thank you so much, Amy Hill. We're gonna talk about you more, so like, Definitely. We'll see you around, lady.
0: Um, this one has to do with Joker. I forgot to give you this one. Ooh. So he does reference the movie American Me that came out in nineteen ninety two, uh, 1992, baby. Which did star our dead Joker Jacob in it. Mm-hmm. It is a cool movie. I like definitely, I haven't watched it in a very long time. But it's like about like a Mexican mafia, like a dude gets out of jail and he's trying to run his family or his gang family, but he falls in love with someone who's like trying to like keep him straight. Like, you know, you don't need that world, bitch. And so he's like battling with having to live with the street world and this like new love world. It's pretty good.
1: I haven't seen it i really do want to watch it i i've heard of the reference being made that's why i really thought it was super cute when you were saying it to jason on the
0: phone yeah because i knew that he would i definitely know this fool has seen this movie a million times yeah it stars edward james omos and it's directed by edward james omos who if you don't know who that fucking bitch is then i don't know what to tell you because he's amazing he's amazing okay love that guy but uh he's like the head of the family of like the one that gets out of jail and shit like that but there is lines that is said in this movie that is from american (laughs) american me like the line as
2: oh i'm gonna do you like american me baby don't look at me don't look at me little puppet
0: like all those fucking shit are said In that movie, it's so fucking hilarious. And they just do a nice little callback to, you know, Jacob and his career up to that point, which is probably like maybe his biggest movie because Traffic hadn't come out or I don't know which one came out. They're the same year, but like, you know, hadn't Mm -hmm. blown up. So I think that was like a very good nod. It shows that Cube either let him improv that or he is a fan of his work in the movie itself, which I love. I dig it. So there is a little Easter egg in this movie, if you guys didn't know. If you go into Day-Day's room and he's, you know, trying to wash this pepper spray off his goddamn face. <laughs> and put, put his yeah. shirt on. You got your shirt on backwards, player. Because
2: I'm a player, man. I'm a pimp. And I don't have to deal yeah, you with You got the shirt on backwards, player. as fuck up. Snatch the shit off your head, man. Man, don't, don't worry care. about what I'm doing. Why right, y'all do nothing when the fat bitch jumped on me? Y'all
0: Players fuck up. Players fuck up. That's right. You,
1: fuck, you got your shirt on backwards. Player. Players fuck up. <laughs> he gives him that look. He's like, I'm done in the No, Craig, you caught my 10. Yeah, fuck you.
0: You calling my rims? You talking about my shirt being backwards? Like I said, in Day Day's room, if you look on the wall, there's a poster, and one of the posters is a players club. Which was an Ice Cube movie that he not only was in, I believe he wrote it, and he definitely directed it. And It is the reason why he decided not to direct this movie, because he was like, it was just too hard to like, I didn't know where to focus, like kind of shit. Players Club right. is a good movie. It's nowhere near as good as any of the Fridays, but it's a good movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you like strippers, who, and who does it?
1: Who doesn't?
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So there's two cameos in this movie. One cameo is Michael Rappaport who plays the mailman who comes to the door, you know, yeah. he's like, It's a nice house. What you how you live here? Are you one of these like, you know, <laughs> athletes or something? An entertainer? Are you one of Enter- those
1: entertainers?
0: entertainers. And even when he's like <laughs> running away from the house, he's like, Moving on up. Moving on up. And then like fucking Chico chase him down the street.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, rightly so. He does this little cameo because Yeah. He was in Ice Cube's movie, Higher Learning, that came out in 1995. Well, he does not play the best person in that movie. He does play a straight-up Nazi skinhead. Skinhead,
1: right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, straight-up Nazi skinhead. He does a really good job. It's when him and Ice Cube were a lot younger than they are in this movie, and, you know, it was a good start for both of them. Higher Learning is one of my favorite movies of Ice Cube's because it— Really. Yeah, because it no matter when I watch it, it speaks to the time period that I'm at, I'm in, even though it is '95. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in the hood, so Boys in the Hood doesn't ring to me as much because you know I grew up in the motherfucking suburbs. But I did yeah. run track, and I do go to. I did go to college, and you know, and you still have to live and survive about you know white supremacy, no matter where you go. So that yeah. that is why. I I feel like that movie has always stuck with me. And this Mm -hmm. cameo always makes me laugh. uh, Because Cucamonga Cracker Killers. You want some tickets?
1: You want some tickets?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And our other cameo would be Michael Blackston, who plays the African man who's, I can't get jiggy to this shit.
2: Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. What is this? What is this?
0: He's like, what, what you, you sh- do? You bite it? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Michael Blackson, who is hilarious. He's a very, very funny comedian. You should definitely look up some of his stand-ups. And uh, this is the very first time I remember ever seeing him was in this Ever seeing him,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: He does a great job. <sighs> All right. So, are you ready for Z for the people? Uh, yes. Uh. Yeah, okay. give it to me. So, we are going to talk about the CTE Vision Foundation. And this program, I'm sorry, it's a foundation that helps to mentor, educate, uh, and do career development. In the performing arts, pretty much. Um, and it's geared for the talents of young people. Their ideal young people would be between the ages of 12 and 19. And this would help them in a lot of different areas of the arts. So, careers in entertainment, in the arts, such as stand up com- stand-up comedians, music producers, animating, acting, etc. And they are basically mentoring and helping to teach young children into doing their passion by playing music or doing almost anything in the arts, the performing arts. And wow. this place is in Maryland, but it looks like in the next three years, they're adding to Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, Chicago, New York and Atlanta. So great black places to find artists. I don't think it's necessarily geared to that. It's for like there's like entertainment boot camp that goes through multiple days that helps drill in the things that they need to know and to do and to help them grow. Now the reason why I picked this foundation is because of who is on the board here. Some of the people on the board here would be Tony Rock, who is Chris Rock's younger brother. Uh, He's a comedian and actor. And Mm -hmm. also, Ernest L. Thomas, who's an actor-director. You would know him from What's Happening if you're an old Black person. Or he also plays the mortician on Everybody Hates Chris, who lives upstairs over them. That's him. Um, He's on the board. But also, we have Mr. Mike Epps, who is on the board for this Um, foundation. Wonderful. To help to give back to children who are at risk you know a lot of people don't realize that comedians the great the great the goats start young like Eddie Murphy was like 18 19 when he went on Saturday Night Live and Dave Chappelle was doing stand-up when he was 16 and 17 in clubs so these kids need to be nurtured and shown the way of being able to get their foot in the door to do more than just do comedian you know stand-ups but they can also move into doing tv shows and movies and being directors or writers or whatever you know their hearts desire so it's, wow, that's amazing right pretty cool so it is if you uh want to donate your time donate your money go to ctevisionfoundation.org and uh you can read up on there if you are interested or want to donate I love it. So that is Zeef my... of the people. Zeef of the people. Uh, yes. Uh. Oh my God, girl, we did it. We did it.
1: I ha- can't believe it. How are you I'm feeling not...
0: with your weed? Uh, the...
1: So I had two of the weed cocktails. Me too. And I feel really good. I, I feel good. a little good. spaced a little
0: bit. I can feel that.
1: This weed is definitely very visual. Like Everything is... I know how... Already, everything around me is three dimensional, but there's a moment when everything kind of feels like pop up three dimensional. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, whoa! And everything's just like super vivid. I'm definitely feeling that.
0: I'm feeling high. Ah. I'm feeling like I want to take a shower and Ooh. eat some pizza and go to sleep.
1: Well, then let's wrap this mother up. Oh, oh, oh! You can't find Okay.
0: Oh, okay. So, thank you, thank you, Lenny, bitch, for drinking thank with me. You,
1: ZZ. That was awesome. For talking so with me, fun.
0: for drinking weed with me.
1: I know, we drink weed tonight together. I don't drink weed very often, Doctor, I have, But when I do, I drink it with you.
0: Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> all, my Miss <laughs> Dosecki.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, so, yeah. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find us?
1: Guys. Thank you so much for listening. It was amazing. You can check us out with our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Baby Al Tale, uh, Player FM, Pod Paradise, Flusten, Flusten Paradise, Paradise. <laughs> uh, and a Podbean, of course, our one true hub. I mean, love, check us out, share uh, your friends, let them know, check us up on our uh, social medias. We have our TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, email us and all your close encounters and your movie recommendations to lights, camera, cocktail, no S.
0: Get the S out of here.
1: At gmail.com. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, always. So much fun. I loved the emails. Going through emailing was really fun <laughs> earlier. Um <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We hope you have a really good time watching the movie, drinking some drinks. Love this drink. This, no, this is a going good one. to my top favorites for sure. We do this because we have a love for cocktails and movies, but we also do it because we get to talk to other movie people. And
0: uh, well, um, next week for our <laughs> next week for our third sequel movie, we are going to do what?
1: How high am I?
0: Yeah, you're high. It's okay. You're
1: a, you're a vision.
0: You're a vision.
1: I'm just trying to get
0: us through the end. I'm just trying to
1: get us the end. Yes. Oh, my God. Our third movie of sequels movies.
0: So if you guys come back with us next week, get ready for our next sequel, which I personally love more than the first. And I love the first. Yeah. And that I is. I think you and I
1: both agree on that for sure. For real, right? It's just like. Yeah. It's epic. It's just epic.
0: And so what we are watching next week will be Incredibles 2.
1: Ah Incredibles 2! Mr. Incredible! Mr. Incredible mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and this will is also another first for us because it'll be our first animated feature, full animated feature on the show.
1: Look at us, look at us making first. Making first on Lights Camera Cocktail.
0: So come back next week, join us. For another episode of Lights, Camera,
1: Cocktails! Hot sauce in my burrito, baby. You know you look so good to me.
0: (laughs) You read my mind.